you do not like hearing the following words, booger, sex, poop, butthole, fart, pee, boobies, sack, dingleberry, booger face, then this show might not be for you. This is the After Party at 980 WCAP. We're professionals. Barely made with any salmonella. 978-454-4980. Numbers coming at you. Puking in the kitchen, and then I farted. <laughs> yeah. yeah and no, you didn't. Conversion Tales on WCAP After Party. Everybody. The circus is in town. Are you going to be uh, dropping any dukes in any plastic bags? What? People were pretty pissed off. I was throwing feedback chairs everywhere. Upside down question marks on it and stuff. That's what happens when you, when you rub my chum-chum the wrong way. <laughs> Right on the edge. Hey, welcome back to the after party of 980 WCAP. It's been a whole week, hasn't it? Oh, boy, I'm excited. Hey, I'm Chris Bublin. Joined in studio, we have Mr. Nicholas Robbins. What's up, Lowell? <laughs> we have Tom Markham. Hello, Lowell. I'm Thomas Markham. <laughs> we also have Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons, answering the phone. If you want to give us a call at 978-454-4980. We have a fun show loaded tonight. That lined up tonight. That that sounds better. I, look, I'm, I'm like barely any caffeine. Normally, I grab like an energy shot or a, or a coffee. And this, tonight, I don't know what happened. I just I just didn't do it. So what, what are you gonna do? Uh, tonight we got uh, a lot of fun stuff. I, I, I'm gonna complain about a few things like we do every week. Nine thirty. I want we're gonna chat about the really stupid games that you've done, dangerous games that you've done when you were a kid that kids still do. Uh, you can chime in if you want to tell us about a stupid game you played when you were a kid. I, like, I, I remember Bloody Knuckles. Remember that one? Oh, that was a good one. I mean... The, the most dangerous game. Yeah. <laughs> Those were just painful and stupid. Or Quarter Wars. Anyway, we'll get to that. After 10, we got some weird news stories I want to get through. Uh, 10.30 is the, uh, the beer segment. You can't have, uh, an after party without beer, right? And you know what? This is the first time, actually, uh, I've been coming in with the song, uh, the beer song from Psycho Stick for, uh, for a while now. And today I, I thought to myself, you know what? I want to email these guys and see if that's cool with them. <laughs> and uh, so I emailed the band Psycho Stick, and they're like, hell yeah, it's okay. So rock on. I'm, I'm psyched. So. Finally legal. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Now i got legal documentation. Facebook messages are legal, right? That's, yeah, I think so. They'll hold yeah. up in court. Yeah, right on. So cool. Now I can play their songs. I'm going to play another one because I miss Psycho Stick. I, I, uh, awesome band. I like them. Anyway, uh, then what else do we got? Uh, after 11, I think Alan Richardson might be joining us. Uh, he just went back to New York, and that guy always has crazy adventures. So, Alan Richardson's the only comedian I've ever seen at, at their day job. Like, I ran into him at work. Yeah. 
It's like weird. I well, I, I went out of my way to go see him at his yeah at uh, Bull Moose. Yeah, just to see. <laughs> Love that place. It just looks like he's Alan Richardson at Bull Moose. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I don't. I, I'd like to chat about a few things because I, I think I'm learning a lot about myself as I get older, and uh, I, I don't know if I'm too happy about it. Because I don't look when I when I was going to uh, college, I started back in college, and I was 25, and all the kids were like 19, 20, and now here I am, I'm 31, and all the kids are like 19, 20. It's like a bad Matthew McConaughey movie. Yeah, yeah. I've been wor- since college. I've worked at colleges. Oh yeah. I just refuse to grow up. <laughs> well, I think that's the problem is I've grown up and I don't want to. I just maybe my view is that I'm in an uh, an immigration and global justice class and uh very interesting and and the professor is awesome and uh there's some really smart kids in the class, but I blurt things out that I feel that I need to and I think I offend half the kids cuz nowadays I think everybody is easily offended. Now, yeah. one thing that offended me and I I'm going to ask you if you're this person was when older people were in classes with me, when the teacher would let us go early, and the, they would be like, oh, we, you're leaving you know, half hour early unless you have questions. That old guy. Right. And then the old guy would <laughs> just ask ten questions to keep us there five minutes after. And that just drives like, me nuts. All the, yeah. all the young kids are like, man, group project. I hope I don't get Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Not the old guy. Well, dude, no, well, there's someone who's older than me. Uh, I, she's a German immigrant herself. She said that. And uh, she looks like she's in her late fifties. I gotta say, no. and I, I I think she's that person because, for me, look, if you give me, um, you tell me to read something, I'll, I'll read it, and I won't even think about it. And and for her, I remember she has to have everything precise for our read. I don't know. She's doing it properly. I don't blame her, but it's she don't every- believe it. I I was watching a mystery diner last night. Mystery Diner show on Food Network. <laughs> the Russian immigrant was not really a Russian immigrant. She was just trying to use people. Oh, like yeah? Beat the it's system. Like a scheme. Yeah, trying to beat the system. Yeah. That's well, in the next section called Terrible Shows That Nick Watches. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about uh, taking advantage of the system, and uh, one of my views was uh, the idea that I, I do not. It frustrates me when people take advantage of it because, you know, we're all working, and some people don't try to better their own lives, and they just get this free handout. And then uh, she raises her hand, and she uh, she says, well, you need to help the people who are less fortunate, and it shouldn't matter because they just put the money back into the system, and that's how the system flourishes. And me, I already had my turn to say something. I had to be quiet. I couldn't. I couldn't be like, are you, what? <laughs> like, uh, like, you're okay with paying for somebody just to do nothing? La, 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 thank you. Did she have black hair and brown eyes? No, no, no. Oh, because I was going to say it would be the same lady from the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she's nice. But then we get to this other kid that... Uh, he just goes, yeah, you know, I just, I feel, you know, I feel bad for the person out in the cold, you know. And, you know, it's nice to get free stuff, you know. I mean, wouldn't you like to have free stuff, you know. I mean, we can't forget about them. So I'm for the guy out in the cold, you know. Uh, I'm like, Re- you're that guy, aren't you? You're that guy out in the cold. <laughs> it just shows we're on, we're on the opposite ends of the spectrum because he's like, He's like, I like free stuff. And we're like, that's not free. <laughs> I'm paying for it. <laughs> right. And they can't get that concept. And I think it's because they're still all like, 
Well, at least then. I mean, this lady, she's like 60, but the, the kids are like 19, and they've been just kind of... Anyway. I, I got to say, as much as I disagree with him, like giving a handouts, I got to say, free stuff is pretty awesome. I will admit that free stuff is great. Free lo- t-shirts. <laughs> It's like the uh, girl from the uh, video about the college, the free tuition. Oh, did you see that? Uh, may, uh, tell me about it. Maybe I'll remember. So she goes on. She she's. Uh, it's like the. I can't remember the name of it, but she's it's basically like talking News. to like a political analyst, and she's like, "We sh- we deserve right. we deserve free college tuition. We should have uh, tuition reimbursement." Uh, all this stuff, free medical care, like, and then he breaks it down, and like he's like, "Well, how do you want to pay for it?" And she goes, "Uh, the one percent, yeah." <laughs> so he goes, he breaks it down. And he's like, "The to just for the tuition forgiveness, it's going to be one point eight billion or whatever." He goes, "The total wealth of the one percent is one billion, like right one that their wealth could not." <laughs> Uh, support one part of your plan. He broke it down. Yeah, yeah. she started stuttering. Yeah, I know. Exa- I remember watching this. And I was like, I wow, she got spanked like, on live TV. Uh-huh. No, the best is he goes. He goes. You tell me that your friends wouldn't mind being taxed at ninety percent. And she's like, no. And he goes, you're high as a kite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I watched that. I really enjoyed that, too. It's somebody that thinks they know what they're talking about. Oh, they're ready. They're in it. And then they get spanked. And uh that's why I would never do that. I got asked to go on Nancy Grace the other day. I got emailed. Really? To talk about that. Um, <laughs> and I said, nope, have no interest. Sorry. Have She's a good hot. day now. Oh, oh, yeah. we, could a, we could put a wig on Nick and he can just yell at you. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> what about the babies? You are wrong. I'm from the South. I can try to bring out my accent some more. <laughs> oh. you, no, it, actually, Nick might look more like Paula Dean. <laughs> yeah, it, it was for an awful case that's going on right now, and it, it was somebody to, to talk with her about it, but I wasn't going to be that guy. Yeah, you set <laughs> yourself not, up. Like, like Howard that. Sterning that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, awful. All right. Anyway, look, I, I'm actually I'm liking school, but it, it, it's it's difficult when you're in a political class and you feel like you're right, but you're mean. Like everybody, let let the Syrian refugees in, everybody. Let's all hold hands and hug. Can I ask you a question? How many times has Donald Trump come up in this political class? Um, I think maybe because I, I n- not much so far. It's only been the third class. Not though. enough. Uh, no, I, I did mention, and the only time he's came up is because of me. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mentioned that I'm off the Trump train. Uh, and then the professor was like, why were you ever on the Trump train? And I'm like, because I wanted to see what was going to happen. But now I see all the supporters, and I don't really want to. Oh, the- It's like the Juggalos ruined Insane Clown Posse yeah. for me. And then they're like, why would you like ICP in the first place? <laughs> like, come on. A couple of my coworkers went to... Uh- like a Trump rally, and like they came to Lowell work. here. Yeah, they yeah. came to work the next day, and they're like, it was like a WWE event. <laughs> he's like, I mean, he's like, I'm pretty sure Trump planted people just to cause riots. Really? You know what? I that wouldn't be crazy. Um, uh, that's. I, I think he's doing just a, a whole show to try to get 
just to try to become president. I was watching it, and uh, I was watching it uh, streaming online, and it, it, dude, I wish I had a bottle of whiskey. I would have been drunk by the end if you played uh, uh-huh. Take a Shot Every Time Someone Gets Kicked Out. And then everybody just chants over him, USA, yeah. Trump, 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 <laughs> USA, USA. <laughs> so it was funny, but uh, no, I was in class, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I'm off the Trump train. And he's like, when were you, why were you ever on it in the first place? Like, you, well, you moving like Bernie now? Yeah. Weekend at Bernie's? Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm rolling at right now. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna throw a vote, I think it's gonna go for Bernie. I'm gonna throw a vote, so I, I guess right now, hopefully, I'd rather for Bernie than, than Hillary. I don't yeah, know. I can't, I can't I, yeah. disagree. Yeah, that's, no, I don't yeah. want to uh, get no too comment. Yeah. This isn't a, a political thing, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. rough when you're, anyway. I can't awesome disclose stuff. my political, uh, backing because, my roommate might find out which side I'm on and question my income. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, good stuff. I'm happy. At least that's over. Uh, Psycho Stick gave me permission. I already said that. Winterfest, that's coming up really soon. I'm excited. Yeah. Now, have you ever uh, went to the uh, Winterfest, uh, the past Winterfests? I don't go Check outside during the winter. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's, just, just, it's literally just like every, like, it's like, come to downtown Lowell and drink. I do that every weekend. So is it like Summerfest, just it's during the winter? Well, like what's, this what's one's going to be a little different. Normally the there's been dog. a... Well, they got rid of that. Wait, what? There's not going to be any human dog sled I'm off, I'm off the Winterfest train, man. Yeah, no, this is the first year they got... Every year they've had the human dog sled competition, and I've competed in at least three. I've always lost, but so, last year got canceled. I think the year before we did it, and uh, I fell down. And I was hoping to redeem myself. <laughs> Why did it get canceled? Because uh, they would be just I, one year Lack it got canceled because it was uh, not enough snow. Two years it got canceled because there was too much snow. One year it got canceled because it was raining. All right, can you take me through this? Because I've never seen it. Oh, all right, all right, check it out. Arcan Drive in Lowell, they they pretty much shut it all down, and they uh, they truck in snow if we don't have enough. But they make a track. I don't know how long the track is exactly, but uh, there, there's um uh, a bunch of teams that all sign up. They're all teams of six, and we all drag race against each other, pulling a sled. One human dog sled, like oh, instead of okay. dogs. It's yeah. Human. So, uh, you know, and it's all business. It was really fun because you get all these different businesses. Problem is, though, there's always uh, uh, these damn landscapers that win every year. And uh, so maybe it's good. No, they're just all in great shape. And then you're going against banks and (laughs) dentists and doctors. That's what the landscapers do in the winter. (laughs) We got no work. Let's train for Winterfest. So, uh, and, and then the radio guys. And I know the last year we were actually able to run it, it was like... Geez, like almost 50, 60 degrees out. It was the one warm day we had in the middle of winter. And uh, I remember running, and it turned into slush. I was right on the end next to the haystack, and I fell over. And then I, there was no – I thought I was going to gain my balance, but I didn't. I fell right into a haystack. Everybody <laughs> laughing at me. That's the slow worst. motion. That's the worst when, like, you fall – and, like, you know, like, you'd be laughing at yourself, and you're just kind of oh, like – Oh, yeah. You got to dust off, like – and then the pictures came the next day of like a four frames of me falling in slow motion to the oh. side. It was awful. And then the next year, it gets canceled, but my boss still wants us to run it to say we did it. And I put my backpack down. And at the end of the uh, track was uh, was a soup competition. 
So I had already had a few. I wasn't driving, but I was at a brewery that morning. And uh, once I saw the soup competition, backpack didn't exist in my mind. <laughs> so what happens when you leave a backpack out at an event like that? Bomb threat, bomb scare, not threat, but uh, they shut down Arcan Drive. My bag was ripped up, and uh, I got it back. <laughs> but uh I had to talk to DOD. <laughs> it was like it was like you were like a dog in this, right? Just you you saw soup and you're like I got to eat now. Yeah, yeah, and done. my backpack just didn't exist and um I left it out there for like 3 hours. Was it at least good soup? Oh, it was great soup. Did you have anything wait. in the bag? Yes. Okay. I got my medication back though. They were very nice to me. <laughs> All those heartburn pills. Yeah. Mmm. Uh. <laughs> But, um, yeah, good stuff. I thought I'd have more to chat about in the first half hour. Wait, how are you guys doing? I haven't seen you guys in a while. I'm doing terrible. Terrible? I'm barely hanging on. Yeah, by a thread? By a yeah. very thin thread? Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. No, he he's saying this. He's got a job that he has to drive <laughs> literally five minutes to, and he comes home and he's like, oh, man, I had such a long drive. <laughs> And it's like, dude, I have a 45-minute drive to work. Yeah, but here's the thing he doesn't understand. So, like, any given day, I could hit a red light. Or a person. Or a college kid. They'd well, like, dro- jump I'm out. Not even jo- we can't even joke about that the other day. <laughs> really? Not me personally, but oh. Thorndike Street. Oh, yeah. Well, no, that was a... Somebody hit a homeless person. The guy, uh, they hit a, a, a 41-year-old homeless person. That's why I'm doing bad. People it was keep a, hitting me with the car. No, oh, jeez. It was a 22-year-old <laughs> kid who did it. and Yeah, that was, that was stupid. Kid, he was afraid, so he drove away. That's that's oh, the best thing. That is like very valid fear. It, it, yeah, it is. It is, especially uh, they make movies about that. <laughs> we hit that guy. What should we do? Just drive away. <laughs> Threw him off the pier. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> then the guy that's with the legitimate hook comes plot after from you. a movie. <laughs> right. Well, the the officers found him on Gorham Street, and his uh, whole windshield was uh, smashed in. Oh. And oh, well, what happened to your windshield? Uh, somebody threw a brick at it. Funny story. I was pumping gas and somebody threw a brick at it. Well, what happened to your bumper? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I know what got, you, you did gotta, last winter. <laughs> you got to get a flop house, you know what I mean? Drop, pull in, quick paint job. <laughs> Jesus. Grand Theft Auto. And uh, yeah, that's awful. But yeah, there's a lot of accidents out here. And uh, I also, I almost want to blame the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the traffic signals, the, uh, the walking, the crosswalk signals. Because sometimes. It tells you to walk, but it's still green. So you're walking. Well, and and people turning. I don't know. It's just all messed up. Do you you know that uh, I think starting in the next few weeks, the police will be able to control. They're going to have a handheld device to control all the lights. Big brother. Wow. (laughs) Big brother's watching. I thought they already had that. I didn't know that. No, it's it's done by, uh, I think, a timer now. But now they're they're trying to ease control to really take care of the the heavily flowed uh, traffic spot. So maybe they'll leave the green light on a a little longer. But they're going to be stationed. Oh, I hit no traffic now. And heavier spots of the day in order to try to alleviate the uh, the congestion traffic. University Ave Bridge better be green all day. Uh, but oh, that's the worst. <laughs> but imagine having that power. Red light, green light, green light, red light. <laughs> I don't know. Almost, <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, what a horrible, well, great power to have. Yeah. The lights, yeah. But uh, this Winterfest, uh, they, were, they they got rid of the human dog sled competition because it really is a gamble, and it's a lot of work to throw together for it just to be canceled. 
Um, but they're going to have a lot of other things instead. And I think they're even doing some sort of a pub crawl, if you will. Oh, I'm in. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, I know. i got to try to get more information on that. But, uh, yeah, they, I guess they're going to have something for everybody at this one. And it's going to be, um, there's going to be sleds, stuff for kids. So they say stuff for kids every year, like even Summerfest. And you're like, what do you have for kids? Drunk adults. <laughs> Drunk yeah. adults. That's what we have for kids. Tom yeah. will be painting faces <laughs> on uh, Gorham Street. Who wants balloons? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, oh, they're calling it the Progressive Party from 6 to 9, beginning at Lucy Larkham Park. Uh, tickets are $25. Craft brew sampling start at Lucy Larkham and continue at participating downtown establishments. Online ticket sales coming soon. You need to start selling these tickets now. But they got uh, they got quite a few different breweries already lined up. So that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. But lots yeah. of stuff. I'm excited. Is there a website? Uh, I go. I just look up Winterfest 2016. <coughs> they didn't pay for a sponsorship, so we're not we're yeah. not mentioning <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but if you go to, uh, I think, lowell.org forward slash pages forward slash winterfest.aspx forward slash. Oh, boy. Dot homestead. That was, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is that on GeoCities? Yeah. What is this? Yeah, the, 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 there's a lot there. They don't have a website, but they have a MySpace profile. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but ju- just look up uh, Lowell Winterfest 2016. You'll be able to find it. Good and uh, I know I'll, I'll be hanging around. I'll be doing things. I think I ran into you during during uh, Folk Fest. Probably. Yeah, we were both, uh, I think, intoxicated eating Chinese food. Uh, I ran into you on the street. From being dis- yeah, what, did we briefly say hello and move our own yeah. ways? Well, I was getting an Uber, and I was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I had a girlfriend during this time, and it brought the whole the whole experience down for me. Oh, really? Why is that? We just because we had to do the girlfriend. She was a prude. Thing. Well, I, I wouldn't say that. Like I would. She didn't want to hang out with my friends. She's like, "Oh, they're all degenerates. Let's go to a nice bar and we have can't. a few cocktails together." Oh, that's we, what they do, though. We yeah. can't go to sketchy places in downtown Lowell <laughs> with sketchy people. Yeah, she was. We can't hang out behind that alley. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of alleys that you discover on uh, yeah. uh, Folk Fest. But uh, that, that's also a fun Good time, too. Good sleeping spots. Uh, yeah, I had a rough time. I had to do a remote that day. And, uh, I had to be on the radio in the morning, and I just, I don't know, it was weird. It was fun, though. Hey, you know what? we got to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the uh, those weird, uh, probably dangerous games that kids play. Uh, <laughs> probably come not back. the best. And, After uh, the break. You know, I'm going to go with the Psycho Stick song, that, uh, because... They gave me permission to use their song. I've never asked anybody for permission, but the first time I did, I got permission, so I'm happy. And this is Pla. One for one. So uh, stay with us. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. We will be right back. Welcome back to the After Party on 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Pubelon, joined in studio. I have Thomas Markham. 
Hello, Chris Poublon. I'm Thomas Mark. <laughs> I have Nick Robbins. Do you do Nick or Nicholas? Um, Either Nick, or? and then like if somebody's really mad at me, Nicholas. Okay. Um, they call him a lot of things in yeah. the streets. <laughs> yeah. Fat the boy. Yeah. <laughs> then we have Bob, Phil Putt, pushing all the buttons, smashing all the rocks, grabbing all the coins, stealing all the rings, answering all the phones. When you choose to call us at 978-454-4980, or you can call 978-454-4... No, WCAP. There it is. <laughs> um, you see, there's, there's the rings. And I'm telling you, it's been a long day, and I'm doing my best not to fizzle out towards the end. A lot of times at around 11 o'clock, I just start to blee, blee, and went to sleep, and it's not good. You're getting old. I know, man. That's it sucks. Happens. My perspective is changing. It's horrible. But speaking of getting old, I found um, a pretty interesting list. Uh, probably not the best list, uh, but it reminded me of all them stupid things you do as a kid. I mean, hey, if you're out there, if you're listening, if you're driving around, and, and you could think of a game that is similar to what we're about to chat about, give us a call and tell us what you did uh, as a kid, something stupid, because uh, I, I know I'm going to list off a few. <laughs> I'm sure you guys got quite a few also. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, because... Uh, you're dumb when you're a kid, and you do dumb things. Like the condom challenge right now. You see the condom challenge? Like when you have sex with a girl without a condom. And <laughs> no, 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 that's different. No, That's, <laughs> that's just, a scary game. That's just unprotected sex, and that's yeah. probably really bad. No, they, they were filling up a condom with water, and they were dropping it on people's heads. And the condom makes a big bubble around your face for a minute, and, and it just makes your face look funny, and then everybody records it, and everybody laughs. That's, Stupid. That's it. That's it. That's it. I'm out of touch. I know. Yeah. I know. But uh, I actually saw like I don't know if it was a real article because uh, all the fake articles on Facebook they said like some kid tried that right. and got like herpes because he used a used condom. Well, yeah, that's, that's why you don't use a used condom. I didn't, it wasn't Nick. I mean, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I am clean. Yeah, good, good, good. Well, uh, have you heard of this? Because I've never heard of this. Is the uh, the duct cha- uh, the duct tape challenge? Yeah, we actually were talking about that. I think uh, last night. So, all right, for for the listeners, this is what happens: is you get wrapped up in duct tape, either to a chair or simply wrapped up in it, and try to break out. Someone else films it for, I guess, hilarity. Yeah. 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 yeah that's when you just hope you don't have scumbag friends, because I know. If my friend was wrapped up in duct tape, he'd get pushed over, uh, he'd probably punched. We'd leave and him. And that's not if, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that would be, in, that would be in the, in the good fun. Yeah, we were discussing it last night because we had, me and Tom went to college, we're roommates now, and we, um, we had that one kid at, at school that we think we could have done the duct tape challenge to <laughs> if it was around then. And we would no one would have stopped us and just would have let it happen. Really? Yeah. But I, I think I he would have like, done it too. I feel like to, to voluntarily be wrapped up in duct tape, you have to be like that guy, right? Like, you know what I mean? Because like, if someone's like, "Hey, let's wrap you up in duct tape," yeah, we'd be dude, like, yeah. uh, yeah. no. and you know, I bet he's the one with the idea too. Hey guys, I bet uh, you wouldn't wrap me up in duct tape, would you? No, you guys wouldn't do that. I'm like, yeah, I'll All do right. it. <laughs> right to the wall. Let's go. Like they're asking for it sometimes, right? Did you see the kid that got injured? No. Yeah, you guys were mentioning that he got injured and uh, he lo- he got in a fight with duct tape and lost. Yeah, you know, in in the Badly. Seattle, yeah, fourteen year old Skylar Fish, he was wrapped up in duct tape and fell, hitting his head on a window pane and causing severe injuries. Wow, he suffered a brain aneurysm. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, 
I mean, I, I feel like he's not going to make it far. Oh, I'm looking at the picture floor. of that kid. Wow, that's rough. You ever hear of Darwin? <laughs> I think that's what we got right there. You got th- the kid that's willing to get wrapped up in duct tape. I mean, maybe it's his time. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's his time. Weed off the week. That's, that's what they say. Yeah. Well, I've never, and it seems like it would be kind of a funny idea, though. We have another duct tape challenge. It's uh, see how many rolls of duct tape take to wrap Nick up. <laughs> Eight. Eight. I've tried it. He's like a caterpillar in a cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, don't do the duct tape challenge unless uh, I guess you're going to be safe away from anything sharp or pointy. Ah, uh, boy. Uh, the choking game. That's another awful yeah, one. That's that. been around for years. I've always had My friends that have done it. My girlfriend hates that. Really? There's Why, this lady. You do it. <laughs> There's this lady you can pay on Main Street. She'll do that too. The choking <laughs> challenge. <laughs> oh boy! Now I, I don't what like is the choking. I'm sorry to interrupt. What's the choking challenge? I honestly have no. It clue says it's a form of autoerotic asphyxiation, but I don't think it's that. I don't <sighs> think. I don't think uh, the choking game became an internet sensation in 2014 when a Lifetime made-for-TV movie came out and started scaring the hell out of parents. It involves self-strangulation by use of a strap or noose of some kind to cut off oxygen to the brain and create a high. See, I've never heard of it with with the belt, but I remember being a kid and seeing people like just kind of literally they take a few deep breaths and then they choke themselves and then they just kind of like fall over. Obscure reference. Um greatest what is the world's greatest dad? Rob Williams. His son dies that way. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I remember I saw that. He uh, he, he, he was uh, tugging um, yeah. b- by himself, and he put a belt around his neck, and then Robin Williams found his son. Found him dead. Well, that's and how the famous actor died, too, right? No, nah, he didn't do that. He just hung himself. No, no, there was an actor that died in, like... Oh, now, like, I'm just going off. Like, uh, I have yeah, no idea. the guy from Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah, Man. Bill. Some snuff film actor. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> what was funny about that movie is he didn't want everybody... Nobody even liked his son. His son was a jerk in the movie who died like that. Yeah. And he wrote a suicide note, and it was like the sweetest thing, and all of a sudden everybody read the suicide note, and everybody who hated his son were like praising him and saying how great it was, yeah. and it was driving Robin Williams mad. He wanted and, the credit. That's... That, that's messed up. He's a player hater. It sounds like to me because I haven't jealous seen it. of his dead son's fame. I was gonna say I haven't heard. I haven't seen the the movie, but I'm pretty sure like his son would be the kid that would get duct taped, right? Yeah. Uh, his I don't think his kid would be down for that, or maybe uh, like forcefully. He'd be like, do it over my face. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a pretty good movie worth watching. I think it was, it was number one dad. I think it was number called. one. I didn't. Re- I it was something with dad, like yeah. world's greatest dad. Or world's gr- dad. I think world's greatest one, dad. Uh, I think yeah, that was something it. like that. I just remember the premise. Is that the one where he's a doctor? When you brought he was a teacher. <laughs> when you brought up autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh, man, awful. Triggered something in my head. Yeah, they say that kills lots of brain cells. Uh, uh, the CDC looking in looked into 82 <coughs> reported choking game deaths and found those who died ranged in the age from 6 to 19. Uh, and virtually all of the children were alone when they died. Uh, that's awful. I mean... You need to have a wingman. But who I, the hell's the 19-year-old that's doing this? I know I sound terrible. We should just name this, like, the Darwin section. <laughs> well, you, I remember doing things like uh, Quarter Wars. Remember Quarter Wars? Is that where you put your fist down, right? Yeah, and, and you, you spin the yeah. quarter, 
and 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 the first you spin the quarter and everybody has to flick the quarter and the first person who flicks the quarter and the quarter lands on its side you have to put your knuckles down and all of us gets to take turns whacking the quarter at your knuckles and there'd be blood on the table and uh, we wouldn't care we'd just keep playing our knuckles would be all red and gross i didn't play that i had sensitive hands so, <laughs> <laughs> so did i <laughs> oh wow that's awful yeah uh, no, it was, I guess it was fun. I don't know. Ew, blood? That's gross. <laughs> the skin would, like, stick to the quarter. Yeah. And then, uh, like, why did I have three study halls? That was awful. I blew I, in the school. Oh, yeah. I can't picture kids these days playing that. I can't either. Yeah. Why? Or, uh... Uh, pencil war. That was that was better than quarter wars. Is that the one where you like flick it? You flick the pencil. Yeah, you flick each other's pencil, and yeah. and then uh, whoever pencil breaks loses, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then you get stabbed with the pencil. That's how it's the danger. Yeah, part. you stab if you lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, have you ever uh, tried the cinnamon challenge? No, no, it didn't look interesting. No, not at I all. I tried the donut challenge where I just tried to eat a dozen donuts in one sitting. <laughs> Is that what it was? I tried the, the cinnamon Pop-Tart challenge. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of donuts? Boston Whatever cream? kind they oh, gave yeah, me in whatever. the uh, the dozen. I just like that wasn't a cha- that wasn't a challenge. That, that was a personal challenge of next. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, sir, he just sat in Dunkin' Donuts. Like, you don't need to do this. He's like, I do. I do. <laughs> it's bad when they cut you off from donuts. <laughs> I can't make it past two. I haven't eaten more than one donut in a long time. I had one before I came. Oh, yeah? And a Boston cream. Uh, I'm going to paint a picture for the people at home. This is Tom. I'm overweight. (laughs) (laughs) And I went to Dunkin' Donuts, and I bought a croissant donut. Like the cronut? Yeah, Yeah. it was pretty good. Are they good? Are they as good as it sounds like they are? When you're you're 300 pounds, anything's good, especially if it has sugar on it. Yeah? Yeah. No, I didn't. It was a cheesecake square. I apologize. (laughs) How's that one? It was like a cheesecake. (laughs) Is it what you'd expect? when When you're 30 years old and eating Dunkin' Donuts for breakfast... In your Ford Focus. It tastes I mean, sad. It was up, on par for I, the course. I have a little Dunkin' Donuts rant. So I used to always get the uh, chocolate crellers. Yeah. They are not crellers anymore. Yeah, the chocolate sticks. It's like the dumbing down of America. Oh, I know. I, I know. I, I went there and asked for a creller one time. and the person asked, what? what? What's that? <laughs> uh, is it that difficult to pronounce? Right, well, right, yeah. When I, the last time I worked at Dunkin' correct. Donuts, they had changed it, and that was before I started working at WCAP. I was working at a Dunks again, post being in the Marines, which was awful. It was horrible. I wish I knew and you I, back then. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they called it sticks, and I was conf- like, when did they change it? I, I have a gripe with Dunkin' Donuts. What's up with the French crawler? <laughs> or, as I used to call it, the monster truck tire. The, uh, that's a better name for it. Oh, is it a French stick now, or <laughs> is it a French? Stick? Uh, they specifically. Well, I think they only stock like a store with two of those. They're like, no, exclusivity. We're not. We're not loading it up. Well, they go on certain numbers, like, and they go on how many they actually sold the day before. So on average, they, they do. They make orders every single day on what they should have for the next day. Yeah, I actually used to work for the bakery that supplied them. Oh yeah, all right. Then you know. Yeah, I, well, this is way back, like in college, and then I hit a rough time in my life where I was delivering for them. <laughs> was that at uh, Devon's? No, uh, no. I was. I got, I was the low man on the totem pole. I was. Uh, I well, I was working out of Lawrence. It, it was out of Lawrence the bakery. Okay. But I had the New Hampshire delivery route. 
<laughs> Bummer. Yeah, wasn't fun. And then all my buddies are like, oh, you're delivering the donuts? How many do you eat? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just sad. You know, one time they just made them right there. It, like, I would kind of go in drunk after uh, a night at the bars, and I'd say, get me something hot off the racks in the back. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Well, the first yeah. one I worked at in Raymond, New Hampshire, they made the donuts there. And I remember the baker uh, giving me uh, a fresh uh, 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 honey-dipped and it was amazing. I'm like, this isn't uh, what they normally taste like. This oh, yeah. is heaven right now. Krispy Kreme yeah. does that. They really? do a fresh down south. And I think actually there was one in uh, Connecticut um, that my parents lived near. Get on Connecticut. Tell yeah. Me about. <laughs> no, but they um, they would do them fresh, and they would put a light on. It would say, you know, hot fresh donuts, and then you'd know that they had just made them, and you'd go in and and then they'd shut the light off and yeah, for regular donuts. <laughs> Everyone would be upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hey, you ever car surf? No, no, I feel like if we car surfed, if I car surfed, or if Tom, I'm guessing, uh, there'd be a dent or something (laughs) wrong with the uh, top of the car. You probably wouldn't really go anywhere if they had the brakes either, (laughs) right? You just firmly planned in place. (laughs) You never ghost ride the whip? (laughs) I'm all about it. Uh, It's the life I live. It's like from uh, Teen Wolf. Uh, (laughs) The Center of uh, Disease Control, I imagine that's what the CDC uh, stands for. Uh, They reported about 100 deaths. For, and injuries from car surfing between 1990 and 2008, and has become more popular in recent years, though actual statistics are uh, on it aren't readily available. I heard it <laughs> from 2008 on, the numbers went off, and they were just quoted as saying, have you seen the price of gas? <laughs> no, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> it's way better now, yeah. Or, uh, oh, come on, the fire <laughs> challenge. You remember the fire challenge? No. no. I mean, I remember, like, in college, a kid may have set a kid on fire thinking right. it was funny, and the kid didn't realize it until it got <laughs> up to about his knee. Well, that's what makes it funny, That right? doesn't yeah. sound like a challenge. That sounds like a crime. <laughs> yeah. No. No, because we, 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 the guy lit the kid on fire and goes, challenge. <laughs> and, uh, oh, that's what made it a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the challenge was trying to prove your innocence in court after, like, did you light that guy on fire? Yeah. Well, what what kids were doing actually is uh, they were video recording, uh, pouring alcohol on their skin and setting it on fire, and they would post the videos to YouTube. Oh, I all right. I thought we were going another direction. I sprayed hairspray on my hand when I was younger and lit it on fire. Oh yeah, but that was <laughs> is that what we were talking about? I guess that's. I mean, these people are like putting it all over their bodies and lighting it, like all over their stomach. Yeah, and girls like that. Arms and... No, but I used to do that. I used to... Um, chicks, <laughs> chicks want a stunt, man. I used to, uh, uh, like, ball my hand in a fist and let, the, like, the butane from a lighter go in my hand yeah. and then just kind of light it and then poof, oh, a quick little flame. But this is taking it to... A, ah! Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I have sensitive hands. So <laughs> you do, you do. Uh, at least one 15-year-old boy has... Died from setting himself on fire. Imagine that it's on video now too. He's dying and setting just himself one on fire. person's died I, from that. Can I tell you, only like, one person? That's not yeah. a bad number, that's, though. Think that's probably like the least shocking headline. In shocking news today, a young man died after lighting himself on fire. Like that <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> this one's okay. Uh, it's called mm. Chubby Bunny, but I've heard it called other things too. It's, um, players will put marshmallows in their mouth and try to utter the words chubby bunny without chewing, swallowing, or spitting anything out. 
Nine. I would just eat them. Nine was my number. Nine? Yeah. You could fit nine in your mouth and yeah. you could still say Chubby Bunny? Yeah. After that, though, no. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like It, it doesn't seem dangerous, though. Oh, two people have died, actually. More people have died from marshmallows and fire? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is insane. Two people have died from choking during a game of Chubby Bunny, but both incidents took place at crowded fairs. Not in dark teenage bedrooms. <laughs> Chris, and they were playing the ball-slapping game at the same time. Chris, can we <laughs> issue a challenge for the listeners? All right, sure, let's let's go. I want to combine all of these challenges. <laughs> I want to duct tape somebody and fire. light them on fire while their mouth is full of marshmallows and then have them scream Chubby Bunny. <laughs> WCAP does not approve of this. Yeah, no, they don't. You want to throw some cinnamon at them, too? <laughs> cinnamon marshmallows. <laughs> This might uh, take place at the dog sled event at the uh, Winter Festival. Oh, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, well, we're going down a while well, well, we're going down a slide. Thirty-second uh, <laughs> uh, fight game. Now, this I can imagine being more new, more modern with with cell phones. Oh, <laughs> I got sensitive. Hands. Thirty seconds <laughs> countdown now. Well, he's really punching. <laughs> Uh, kids will fight for 30 seconds with other kids standing around filming. Uh, there are variations on how long the fights go for, including 10 seconds or just until someone gets knocked down. Um, as real as kids fighting each other in schools, which kids have been doing for decades, there's a popular Twitter account called at 30 sec fights that has over 570,000 followers. 571,000 now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's hard to tell if the fights it posts are two kids deciding to play the game or just two kids fighting. <laughs> it it, it, it uh, doesn't last very long. Most fights between kids who have no training last just a few seconds. Yeah. But it is pretty funny to watch. <laughs> yeah. Me and Tom tried that. We, we were doing it for 30. We wanted to do it for 30 seconds, but after the first five, we were... Winded, and so we just called it a draw. <laughs> yeah, Nick go get yelled. some donuts. <laughs> no, Nick was like, stop. <laughs> I have sensitive hands. <laughs> he didn't even know I was recording it. Follow me on Twitter at What Up Big Worm. Hashtag Nick's got sensitive hands. <laughs> or follow me on MySpace. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, so that's the thirty-second fight game. I would never. I, I'm. I don't like fighting. I'm not a fan. Do you not, watch? I, I like the UFC stuff. Yeah, yeah. When it's not me fighting, oh, that's yeah. cool. I don't like when they get stuck in like a like a lover's hold. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I've I watched it like school children fighting. Yeah, that's probably pretty funny. That's on the internet because yeah, they're just the swinging. Stuff. Yeah, they're just windmilling it. That's pretty hilarious. They're falling. They're missing. Uh, I only have a few more minutes left. So, Time's flying by. I know, it's just flying by. Alan said he's going to be here soon. Oh, man, there's the condom challenge. And this is different than what I mentioned earlier. Dumb kids are filming, filming themselves snorting condoms. Oh, gross. And I think they're like, yeah, never mind. Vodka eyeballing. Are they used? <laughs> no, they're not. Oh. Game of 72. Kids purposely disappear for 72 hours I, I, in order to freak <laughs> their parents out. I think I unintentionally have done that like several times. Uh, Just been on a bender. Oh, my parents still check up on me after before seventy two hours. Hey, you're all right. You still alive, <laughs> Nick? It's been thirty seven hours. 
Where are you? I'm trying to go for 72, Ma. <laughs> Leave me alone. You're still tweeting. <laughs> I'm not going to follow you on MySpace. <laughs> Uh, like most other number games, there are variations on how long authorities uh, think kids are disappearing for, be it 12, 24, or 72. But uh, but are any of these games real? Yeah. I think I'd be a terrible parent because I'd just be like, 72 hours, he belongs to the city now. <laughs> the <laughs> Hope knife. he wasn't duct taped. <laughs> <laughs> the knife game, we've all done the knife game, whether with a pencil or with a, you know, when you spread your fingers and you... Oh, yeah. Like... That was in a movie, I think. That's where I got it from. Yeah. It was in a few movies. Yeah. Um, I think Austin Powers even did that. Did he? I'd, I'd have to watch it again. I don't know. I think it's a, like a stupid movie did that. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Like, I'm sorry, this is off topic. Like, I, I really liked Austin Powers when I was younger. You think if we went back and watched it now, it would still be just as funny? I think it was, I, I, or would be. I, I've been wanting to watch it again with my kids lately. Yeah? Yeah. Because like, I watched like, there's like, a ton of movies I watched when I was younger I loved. And now it's like, like I watched Old School a couple weeks ago, and like I was like, oh man, this is hilarious. I was just, Heavyweights is still funny, and that's like a Disney movie. Um, yeah. I got off topic. I was just, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, we only have a few more. I'll, I'll do Robo Tripping, we've all heard of. I think that's dumb. Kid without access to actual alcohol or drugs it's drinks a whole bunch drugs. of cough syrup. See, we're in Lowell. That's no, you know, not an issue. <laughs> Sack tapping. Oh, yeah, that one. That I love that one. That's awful. Ah. <laughs> That's my game. <laughs> when we were in the Marines, and uh, we'd all have to be standing at position of attention, the people in the first squad would do that to each other. I was always short. I was always in the back, luckily. And uh, they'd be like, attention! And then somebody would smack you in the, in the, in the, in the sack region, and uh, they'd fall. And it would be funny, but then we'd all get in trouble. So it's like, are you not learning here? <laughs> we get in trouble. It doesn't matter if, if if Johnson does it. Johnson's not just getting in trouble by himself. All of us are. It's very frustrating. What did you guys? What happened? You if had you the guys bus got in trouble? Chops after. I, we just got screamed at. We'd be stuck outside longer. We'd have to run a lap. Some some stupid like just stupid things. Yeah. They they figure out ways to mess with you. I didn't like it. Yeah. I, like, dude, I didn't. Slap I didn't mind sack. the dick. Uh, the the. Sack tapping. It was just the the lap afterwards that bothered yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. My my, I have sensitive shins. <laughs> oh boy, what else? Ice and salt challenge. That's stupid. I I actually did that when I was in college. Yeah. I was drunk. I had no clue. And like, uh I did it and like didn't feel anything until. Well, what it is you you uh, put salt on your hand, then you put ice cubes over it, and you let the ice melt. But what you don't realize is the salt melting the ice is a chemical reaction. Right. So it causes a burn. No clue. Didn't know anything about it. Did it. Was fine. Went on. The next morning, I stuck my hand into my pocket and like just was like, ah! <laughs> It's a state education right there. Yeah, awful. All right, hey, we got to take a quick break for news. And then we come back, we'll have more weird news. So, uh... Fun stuff. Stay with us. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. We will be right back.
the odd headlines with the after party on 980 WCAP. Welcome back to the after party on 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Pooblon, joined in studio. I have Nicholas Robbins. Hey, Lowell. I have Thomas Markham. Present. I have Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons, making the noise, answering the phone. If you want to give us a call at 978-454-4980, feel free. You can just interrupt us. Do whatever you want. I don't care. It's a party, right? And uh, hey, speaking (laughs) of parties, it's not a party without beer. And we have beer at 1030. I got some weird ones, too. (laughs) In honor of National Groot Day, we have uh, Navigations Groot. And uh, (laughs) it's it's weird, right? You ever have a Groot? No, I haven't, no. Yeah, Groot is... uh, They actually used to add Groot to beer as a bittering agent before hops were big. And uh, the politicians would tax the hell out of the Groot, and people were getting pissed. And then when they found out that they could use hops, they were like, who needs Groot? We got hops. And then uh, the politicians were pretty upset because they lost all that tax money. Even uh, those darn politicians, they ruin everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, I, I think it'll be cool. I also have a Grim Ales Goza. A very interesting uh, type of beer. And what's funny about these beers is they don't get boiled. This, this batch wasn't boiled. They don't boil the wort. So uh, I'm really interested to try that. And then we're going to see how my Mr. Beer fares up to the other two. I'm so, excited for that yeah. one. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. I saw it online. I was like, I cannot wait. The, <laughs> the best thing about that is if it's bad... There's no one to blame except for Chris. Right, right. And I, and I'm just gonna blame the Mr. Beer kit. <laughs> I got a, I got a, a bum kit. <laughs> right. So uh, that's all gonna be coming up at 10:30. And until then, I got some uh, news headlines to chat about. And uh, <coughs> here we're gonna start in California. Oh, boy. Maybe I shouldn't start on this story. I like this one. Yeah. Well, I hear California knows how to party. <laughs> they sure do. Uh, police are investigating the theft of $50,000 worth of bull semen stolen out of a truck in Turlock, California, late Sunday night. It turns out this particular sperm can uh, came from the top 1% of the world's bull population. Uh, and it's written, the Hugh Hefners among heifers. What's horrible? Come on. Uh, it holds a lot of genetic value and is used to impregnate cattle around the world. Uh, the stolen fluids in question was reportedly enough to impregnate more than 1,000 cattle. I hate these. Who are now utterly disappointed. Come on. <laughs> I heard the, this uh, sounds like the... Uh the report that gives to like the the news anchor no one cared about like we're going live with Nick <laughs> Nick, Nick are you there Yeah yeah I'm here I'm just watching my job go go south Nick's live at the scene of the heist So what did you find uh, <laughs> Well I'll tell you what the uh, the 99% of the uh the bulls or the steers they hate that 1% <laughs> Can't stand that guy. I heard the cops are hoping to catch him white-handed. Now, I don't know if this is true. We can go to our food ex- expert who works in food services about this. But I heard that like Red Bull and like some of the energy drinks use right. some like something out of the semen to make their drinks. Taurine, true, right? We're Taurine? gonna we're gonna go to our semen expert next. <laughs> but that's what I heard, right? Is that correct? I actually. I'm not sure. I hope not, because I'm drinking an energy drink right now. 
Uh, I actually, Chris, I actually, on Twitter, I follow uh, a news outlet, and they said they've actually got a lead on the person that stole the semen. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> they said he's about six feet tall. Dark hair, glasses, and answers to the name Nick Robbins. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, they caught me. <laughs> well, sorry. Doing the gang. You're gonna have to owe quite a bit of money um, because the the victim of theft, Anthony Rice, he told reporters that it took months, months to collect the valuable genetic material. <laughs> and he said he told reporters, you know, you're, you're trying to make a living. The loss of those units of semen and probably taken by someone who had no idea what they were stealing is very frustrating. Yeah. And and it, oh, go ahead. No, it, it, it sucks because they, they probably were hoping for something else. Yeah. What if they were like... <laughs> it's icing for their for their cinnamon buns in the morning. It's icing or it's shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> now, whenever you think your job stinks, just think like, that guy had to get bull semen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what sucks? I think my, there's a machine for that. I think my wife ruined uh, milk for me. <laughs> a bull flashlight? <laughs> <laughs> my, my Your wife, wife ruined milk for yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, because she sent me this video, and it just it, it highlights the whole bull thing uh, about how they get, how they retrieve the semen, and then how they impregnate the cows, and how the cows get treated, how the cows get taken away, and how the cows are sad, and... They just said a whole bunch of stuff, and I was like, man, can I still eat cheese? Is cheese still okay? Are you going to ruin that for me? Yeah, where's this video? <laughs> yeah, it, it really hit, and there was a chick that did the video. She uh, she narrated it, and it was funny, um, but it was it, it kind of made you think a little bit, you know, and it starts going through all the other animals, like this animal drinks that animal's milk, you know, like uh, a, a cat drinks cat's milk, uh and she goes through it, and then, uh, you know, who drinks the cow's milk? Humans. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm going to start going for the almond milk. What? You got with some cows? <laughs> yeah, a couple of them. Well, anyone who uh, has information regarding the missing semen is asked to call the Turlock Police Department. I saw Tom with a, How a couple of gallons in his room. Where would you get those from? I saved it up, man. <laughs> That's called rolling up your sleeves <laughs> and getting some elbow grease. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, How many prank calls do you think they're going to get? Like, hi, I'm calling about the semen. <laughs> yeah, he was You're a looking petty for, officer you, first class. How is this news? How did this get in the news? Like, they really are, are struggling now. Look, when you're missing uh, that much semen... For that uh, $50,000 worth, that's newsworthy. It's because the guy that had to get it's like, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> We're finding this stolen sperm. It's probably all cottage cheese now. Ugh. So like how it's probably oh. not like in the right temperature. And yeah. I, I mean, you got to keep that stuff like refrigerated. Whoever stole it just if, put it in their uh, trunk of their car and they forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. like, oh. right. If that truck got in an accident, they'd just get like a towel from a teenage boy's room to put on the highway. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, we're going to stay in California where uh, the naturists in Orange County will have to stop going all natural if they want to keep using the Huntington Beach City gym and pool. Since 2007, the Orange County Group has rented the facility for private gatherings at which members play basketball, volleyball, and swim, all while naked. 
Well, the Orange County Register reports, well, the, the, whatever, uh, that the gatherings came to an end in September after city manager Fred Wilson signed regulation banning gymnasium nudity. Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, yeah Planet Fitness did that to me months ago. <laughs> they banned you for being naked? Yeah. That's awful. I can't believe they play basketball. Could you imagine having to post up somebody and, like, <laughs> you know, hey, hey, can you stop dunking, please? That's, uh... <laughs> Get in the paint. Just uh, I go hard in the paint. Well, I was going to say, there's always that one guy that's going to be real serious about it. He's going to be like, come on. Come on, Jim. Come on. Play defense. Huh? You're killing me out here. Just blocking. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Let's just play horse. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I saw that. I was like, can you believe that? Like, just going to the Y and, and seeing, like, some of the women there and some of the men there just right. walking around naked and being like, all right, I think I'm going to do some, uh, yeah, stretching. Going to do the bench. One of the squats. One of the uh, lines in the article said how, like, the city workers said that it was hard to concentrate. <laughs> yeah, Will, uh, one of them says it's too difficult for city employees to get their work done in the presence of naked people. The nudists are asking the city council to rescind this order. Council members heard their complaints Tuesday, but they took no action because the issue wasn't on the agenda. <laughs> to prove, you know, to prove it's not hard to concentrate on work with naked people, I'm gonna do the rest of the show naked. Oh, please! Don't. <laughs> hey, can What's you put your pants small? back on? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I could totally see people like not being able to pay attention to their job because it's not like you want to stare at people naked, but sometimes like. There's something not right, and your eyes kind of just gravitate towards it. So it's like roadkill. You don't want to look. You know you shouldn't. But then you're like, wow, that, why does that look like that? <laughs> or like Donald Trump becoming president. Like, you don't want it to happen, but you're like, oh, but what if it did? <laughs> you're like, How crazy will that be? Sometimes you got to have things burned down and, like, fix them, right? you got to have it destroyed before you can I make like it I was, better. Like, I was, one of my buddies was like, what's going to happen? Can't be worse. Like, <laughs> well, that's it, yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, what is our economy going to fail? But uh, naked at the gym. Plus, you're, you're all sweaty. Everything's yeah. sweaty. Then you can see it all sweaty. Ugh. <laughs> Sitting on those bike seats. Ugh. It's tough enough when you go to a gym, like, people don't wipe down the equipment as is. Imagine that gym. Like, like no, you wipe that. <laughs> Your little slug trail. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the... Oh, the bicycle! <laughs> Give me five bucks to smell it. Plus, I can't. I couldn't do a nudist thing anyway. I'm a, I'm a grower, not a shower. So yeah, I pulled that before. I'm like, yeah. I'm like Tobias. I'm a never nude. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It, it it would be weird. I don't think I'd want to be nude either. Um, just, it's just strange. Volleyball would be tough. Volleyball would be very tough. Got to jump for that ball. <laughs> Dive, because. I don't know. Like I, I guess I, I, I'd say I'm insecure. Maybe I wouldn't want to be naked out in front of a bunch yeah. of people to see my stuff. But I mean, everybody else is naked, so you're all in the same. And then maybe sometimes you don't want to see the other person that's not in shape naked. Well, yeah, because like I've, I've, I, I don't know how, but I've talked to people who have been like a part of the nudist groups, and uh, they're not people I'd want to see. Right. Like walking around naked, like you, especially at the gym. I'll- all it would take was seeing one guy that, like, I was bigger than him. Just be like, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> High five. <laughs> yeah, but what if you don't see that Look one that guy? guy. <laughs> what if you are that guy? <laughs> yeah, I was at a topless beach my jean shorts on. when I was in Turkey, and it was just topless. But 
I mean, everybody, even like grandmas and stuff, were like going to town. Yeah. And then you're just, and for me, you know, silly American, I'm like, whoa, come on, let's stick to the college ladies. <laughs> uh, but uh, then some guy tried offering me a massage. It was weird. Um, that seems kind I of. Hope, it's just the European. Um, well, some guy came up to very me, kind. and I did. He gave me grapes, and they were dirty grapes. And I didn't really want the grapes, but I'm like, wow, is this something that happens? Is he just giving me grapes? <laughs> and then he's like, 10 lira. I'm like, what? No, you take your grapes. I don't want these grapes. They're not even clean. And then he, and then, and then he left. And then soon after, some like, like greasy guy came up to me. He's like, oh, well, you want the massage? And he had oil and stuff. And I'm like, no, I'm good, man. And he goes, I know you're a good man. You want massage? I'm like, where'd you say this was downtown Lowell? This is, yeah, this is downtown Lowell. This is, you this want is massage? Right uh, oh, boy. Weird stuff. All right. You want to go to uh, Miami? Let's do it. Yeah. 305. Uh, customs officers at a Florida airport said they arrested a man found to be smuggling nine live birds and a fanny pack in the groin area of his pants. That's foul. U.S. Customs and Border Protection said Office of... Uh, Office of Field Operations officers at Miami International Airport searched the passenger who arrived from Havana, Cuba, January 9th, and they found he was hiding six live birds in his fanny pack and three additional live birds in the groin area of his pants. So he just, so he had six birds in the fanny pack and he had four birds just hanging out in the crotch area. Did you see the uh, statement he gave the cops? No, I didn't. He said, uh, I'm not happy to see you. That's actually a woodpecker in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was looking for. Uh, I'm not bugs. excited to see you. <laughs> Those are. Uh, That's unreal. <laughs> the birds uh, were individually packaged in ventilated tubes, uh, and were taken to the U.S. Department of Agriculture Miami quarantine station. Uh, th- so they're already individually packaged. In ventilated tubes? That's weird. Yeah. The uh, the bird smuggling game is uh, going strong. I'm just glad it's not like the drug smuggling game with those tubes. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. He's being charged with uh, he's arrested federal smuggling, smuggling charges. That's what he's getting. They said the street value of the birds was $35. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And then, uh, all right, we'll we'll head on over to Spokane, Washington. Then I think I have one more, and then we'll be done. Uh, a man named, uh, legally named Santa Claus was arrested after police in Idaho said they saw him driving on the wrong side of the street. Um, reporters say that 67-year-old Claus, or Klaus, <laughs> initially uh, was booked on one count of DUI, he later pleaded guilty to a reduced charge of reckless driving. He paid a $700 fine. Oh, boy. Claus pictured in the jail photo with a white beard. He does look like Santa Claus. Um, remember, you ever see that Santa Claus thing where the Santa Claus gets arrested? And the all movie the Santa Claus? Uh, did he get arrested, too? I don't know. It wasn't Santa Claus with uh, Tim O'Toole. Tim, Tim Allen. Tim they Allen. did a segment on Nathan for You where Santa Claus was like a uh, had a criminal history. <laughs> 
Anyway, Santa Claus was cooperative throughout the, the, his arrest. I just thought it was a silly story because they arrested Santa Claus. The worst his name is actually Santa Claus. Yeah, it's got to be tough for the cops because like they're definitely on the naughty list. Now. They're like, my yeah. kids are a big fan of you, sir. <laughs> I, uh, I just look, you're speeding and you're drunk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what did well, we do when we're not working? We have a few Where beers. You know, it's yeah, well, he was driving a car this time. Santa Claus was adapting to his surroundings. I was just surprised Santa drives a Kia. <laughs> that was strange. I yeah. love Kias. Oh, man. Stop yawning. Oh, man. I got to start drinking some coffee, man. That's Watch what I got to start doing. I, I thought about doing Jumping Jacks. I just don't want to. I don't want to do thought Jumping about Jacks. Them too. Oh, man. I had one more story. <laughs> I start- <laughs> <laughs> haven't done them. I've been thinking about it. Uh, oh, boy. Um, all right. So, Bull Semen. What else do we got? Jeez. Uh, that lady, the 99-year-old woman. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll go to that. Cause that one that one was, was all right. It was it was good. Yeah, it was okay. No, I didn't know if that's where we were going. I wasn't trying to lead into well, it. Well, we could. Uh, well, there's a 99-year-old woman uh, living in Florida, and she, um, well, she, she got, t- shut up. We got, uh, she got scared because she was sleeping, and she woke up to something caressing her face, and uh, she opened her eyes to find that it was actually Nick Robbins. And it was uh, a kinkajou. We all know what a kinkajou is, right? Yeah, it's a Pokemon, right? I choose you, kinkajou. <laughs> uh, and uh, it was around 2 a.m. Now, they're nocturnal animals. And uh, fortunately, she didn't choke it or kill it or anything. Or fr- I mean, she was 99, so I'm sure she's kind of frail, right? I mean, that's what yeah, happens. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but uh, animal control was called, and uh, fortunately, not many people own a kinkachu, so they were able to uh, uh, bring this animal to its rightful owner, and uh, everything turned out happy. So I did. I did some uh, research today while I was supposed to be doing other things at work. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it's not endangered, which I thought it would be because yeah, I've never, never heard, heard of it. it. But it's like, why is it? Where was it at? Florida, Florida, Florida right? Yeah. yeah. And it's this animal is only usually in like Mexico, like the you know Central America and South America. Well, I heard a guy from Cuba smuggled it in a tube, <laughs> a ventilator <laughs> in his <Man>. hands. <laughs> is that a kinkachu, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> no, nope, it's kinkachu. Yeah. I'm looking at it, and I would love to have one, but they're they're nocturnal. I I want to a daytime kinkachu. Can I tell you, like I. I follow, like, I look at exotic animals. You know what exotic animal I would love to have for a pet? What's that? A red panda. Yeah, why? Just look it up, man. It's just cool. Yeah. I, I don't you know, know why. Like, no, like, I saw it once, and I was like, I would like to have that as well. Oh, pet. yeah, that would look cool. It looks like it should be able to talk to you, too. Yeah. It would be your best friend. It looks like if you were high and saw a raccoon. <laughs> you'd be like, what's this furry animal? It almost looks like uh it looks like uh, that thing from Guardians of a Galaxy. Much, much cuter though. Yeah. Batista? <laughs> no, that, that I can't remember, man. My <laughs> brain's fried at this point. I'm tired. Get it together, Chris. All right, hey, uh, what what is it? Uh, Kinkachu. Um, hey, we we also wanted to mention. Uh, let's go backwards a little bit when we were talking about the stupid games you play. Since we're out of news stories, we got about three minutes left before we take a break. But you wanted to uh, bring up the whole swatting thing. Yeah. I love. I mean, I I don't love it. I've never done it, but it looks hilarious. Like, um, you know, 
I mean, if you want to tell it, you can probably tell it better than I I can. Well, I'm just reading it here. Where uh, well, kids will call 911 to report a hostage situation that's going on in a home of someone they want to pull a prank on. Moments later, a fully armed SWAT team will actually go in and bust down their door. Now, uh, a lot of kids. I know one kid's been made an example of and uh, went to prison for a little while. A 15-year-old boy was given yeah, 25 to life for a swatting prank. <laughs> He's like, it's so simple, but what? it's so awful. Oh, I guess that story turned out to be a hoax. He's going to be oh, doing a lot of swatting in yeah. prison. Uh, swatting away. But <laughs> that's not to say that several arrests haven't been made. They certainly have, and these kids do get in a lot of trouble. But, yeah, 25 to life seemed like a bit much. I can picture <laughs> you pulling something like that, Nick. Yeah, on the neighbors. They're, just they're cause loud. A, just because you're a player hater. Yeah, they're loud, and they have people over late at night. So, yeah, I would do that. Yeah. Them it's not as a prank. I would do it to get rid of the the people in the house. <laughs> well, I don't think that's how it works. It's now, so loud. Now, what happens if they uh, What happens if they bust in? This is what I was thinking. Like, because we have some sketchy neighbors in our dodgy neighborhood in uh, Lowell. And uh, what if we did that and they find out that there's like drugs in the house? Would we Would we be off the hook because we yeah, helped take down a drug lord? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think because they didn't really have any uh, real substance that uh, they'll just be drug people that have to get rid of their drugs now. I mean, it's once I give them probable cause because <laughs> there's a hostage situation, you know. Like, like they don't even do the research. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I got nothing to do with it. Hit dunks. We're going. Yeah. Uh, this, 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 I don't know, man. That's that's the one sucks. thing that went through my head, like because I I was like you know, I may or may not know of some of the houses around our house that you know, I think is dealing drugs. So if I did that, would I be off the hook? Would I not get arrested? And I put, think you'd still get arrested for the sake ah. of people that are hearing Nick talk about this. Um, I don't live with him anymore. So if you guys <laughs> want to attack him, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think anything through. Really. Nick's like I know a ton yeah. of people I could call the cops on. <laughs> I just look at houses. I can tell. <laughs> hey, we got to take a quick break. When when we get back, we got beer to chat about. My yep. favorite segment. I just hope I can stay awake through it. Oh Who's boy, Alan? Alan, he'll be here at uh, after eleven, so he'll be here soon after the beer segment. Let's call him then. So, stay with us. You're listening to the after party. We will be right back. Back to the after party. We hope you enjoy your stay. Here's Chris Kublon.
WCAP. Let's go drink some beer. And I got permission to use that song from the band themselves. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. I'm very proud of that. Because uh, uh, I know in the afternoon they told me not to use that anymore. I'm like, you know what? Fine. I got a place where that song is going to it's gonna be respected. I respect that song. And I love beer, too. And stuff. Are they expecting money? No, 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 no. I told them I'm not making any, so they they just said cool. That that like it'd be awful if you like, yeah, I'm gonna use a song, then they just sent you a bill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but hey, thank you again to the folks at Psycho Stick for writing that song and letting me use it. Thanks, guys. uh, So we have a couple beers we're gonna chat about today, and uh, (laughs) one of them is my Mister Beer. And then, uh, in honor of uh, February 1st, is National Groot Day or Gruit Day. Uh, I guess depending on uh, how you want to say it. I'm Groot. Not you, Groot. (laughs) (laughs) Groot. Nope, different Groot. Groot, not you, man. Different Groot, different Groot. Good, because when you said we was tasting Groot, (laughs) I got nervous. (laughs) Uh, And we also have a Goza. And uh, Goza is another very interesting beer, and it's a uh, it's a uh, super spruce. It's a dry hopped Goza ale brewed with spruce tips and conditioned on oak. So I'm very interested in uh, finding out what that tastes like. So uh, I guess what you you want to try the mi- I want to let's try the Mister Beer first, so we can get this out of the way. I thought we were calling it Poublon Light. Poublon Light. Well, try some Poublon. Oh, it 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 fuzzed. For a taste yeah. of the Merrimack River. Oh man, I just got a whiff of it. I'm I not... only drink Poublon Light, <laughs> the official sponsor of the after party. I honestly, I saw the picture on Facebook today while I was at work, and I was just, I got excited because I was like, Mister Beer, that means it's it's one of the batches he's made. Are we the first to try it? Uh, well, say yes. Yeah, yeah, you guys awesome. are. You guys are. Yeah, totally the first to try it. Oh man, I, I can smell it from here, and uh, well, because I'm pouring it, but I don't know, man. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, no, if you don't like it, I understand. Hey, Bob, I got one for you. Here also. <laughs> uh, oh boy! All right, so here we go. Now, this um, I only made this because my friend got it for me for Christmas, and I figured, why not? So, and uh, a Mr. Beer kit, you can get them at Sears. They're, uh, they're easy kits to throw together. They're really simple. And uh, I had one the other day. It tasted pretty good. They're not going to be completely done until, I think, uh, a week and a half from now. So not this Sunday, but next Sunday. But I figured, you know, why not try? It's not bad to drink. It's not going to make you sick. So may- oh, maybe my. it'll change in another week and a half. Are we all going to cheers this? Yeah, let's, let's cheers. Mr. Mr. Beer. Uh, hey, look, it looks carbonated. This one does. Yeah, at no, least. mine does too. Oh, but you smell it? You can smell the yeast, can't you? doesn't smell yeasty. It doesn't smell bad. It, smells, it literally doesn't smell bad no, to me. It smells like an eighth grade locker room. Jeez, it almost tastes like cider. Oh. Yeah, it tastes. Not just beer, but it just t- cidery, yeah. Yeah. Not like a hard cider. It tastes like apple. So like, right. That's, yeah, that's good. It tastes like cider was in the refrigerator for too long. And you're like, oh, the side is carbonated. You alcohol, though. Yeah? Mm. It shouldn't be more than like 4.5%. If you sold this to me in a can and just gave it a weird name, I think I'd drink it thinking I was drinking beer. The hipsters in Boston would definitely pay for this. <laughs> if this was in a can, it'd be the can that just said beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> beer light. Oh, man. 
It's, it looks like a beer, too. For Poublon Light, we get the freshest water <laughs> straight from the Merrimack River. Mm. And we, there was... soak, <laughs> we soak our hops. Now, I'm wondering if it's going to taste any different. What, what do you think, Bob? Does you get the cider? It, it's got, like, hints of uh, apple juice. Yeah. Yeah that's, yeah. that's so weird, man. I don't know. Your wife's playing a, an elaborate joke where she just <laughs> put Your wife wants you to quit drinking. She spilled it, and she and, and I told her not to put anything next to the fermenter. And Get me some Martinelli's. <laughs> That's weird. I wonder what caused that. Now, maybe it's because it still needs another week and a half. I don't know. Yep. I, I, I'll be interested to see what it tastes like in a week from ha- and a half from now. Tastes all right. Yeah, it doesn't taste bad. I, like, if you're playing... like if. You can play drinking games with this. It's light. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see this people is a good drinking summer this. beer. Yeah, you know what? This would be yeah. It, I think each little bottle came out a little differently than the next, though, because the last one I tried wasn't carbonated at all, and that was earlier today, and it, it tasted a little bit more sour than this. Earlier today, when did you start drinking? I, I go to navigation before I come over. Oh, here. that's right, that's right. No, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I can picture myself like on my porch, just in a tank top in Lowell, just here, and drinking a couple of these in the hot summer sun next to the funeral home that we live by. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, how you doing today? Doing good. Yeah, it really does taste like apple. That that's weird. I like it. <clears throat> I'm gonna like look it. that up. Yeah. Whoop. What would your slogan be? Like, you know how Budweiser's like, or Bud Light's like, are you down for anything? What would right. the Poublon Light? Poublon Light. Hey, we tried. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, Poublon Light. <laughs> it could have been worse. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's classy for the Merrimack River. It's classy. Bottled fresh in Christmas. No, Merrimack basement. Valley, right? It's the Merrimack Valley area. Is that well, what you're calling it? The cool thing about Mr. Beer is um, you, you could reuse the fermenter, and they also have other kits, so you don't have to just do American Light. I think they're, you can order like different recipes, and they are very simple to make. Um, Dude, uh, they, they have all kits. Like, I've seen some of like, Walmart and stuff. Like, they have IPA yeah. kits. Yeah. So, yeah. But Target sanitation is always key because you're, you're mixing this yeast around, and any little microbe can affect your beer for the yeah. worst. you got to watch it. You don't want a yeast infection. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I got an IPA going right now, and uh, it's, it's, I'm intrigued. Like, I was watching all the yeast all dance around in the, in the, in the, in the fermenter, and uh, it blew my mind. I've never seen that before. I feel like I have sea monkeys that are actually worth something. <laughs> Ever have sea monkeys? No. no. They're just these things that swim in the water. They're like a cousin of shrimp, and they don't do anything for you. You just look at them swimming around. It's That's it. Dirty water. Just dirty water. This water is actually uh, smelling delicious, Not- and it's going to make me some wonderful beer in about five and a half weeks. I'd say on scale... Uh, we're basic. Let's. I say everyone real quick. What do you want to do? One to ten. One to five. <sighs> one. One to five stars. One to five. five. I, think. I think one to five. But is we're gonna the, uh, we're gonna base it. Uh, we'll base it upon like light summertime beers. Like on a scale of one to five, drinkability on like a eighty-five degree summer day. This beer. Go. Oh, man, I'd say I'd say two because it's not. It doesn't have that crispness. It just tastes like apples. Yeah, I would. I'd have to say three. Like, three? I, yeah, because I don't like the. I don't like the. I mean, I do like heavy beers every once in a while, but I like the light stuff, and that's that's pretty light. Yeah, that, that was very light. I was. 
What's Bob <laughs> got? You, Bob? Yeah, I think I would give it a three. Yeah, it's, it's three. It's nice and light. Yeah, smooth. Yeah, I mean, it's like Bob, smooth. I'm basing this on like the standard scale where, like, you know what I mean, uh, Zima is like a five. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta agree. Dude, honestly, I'd say three. It's not bad. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, now if you ever wanted to go out and try a, a, a Mr. Beer kit, yeah. you'll know what you're getting. Navigation should That's hire the Poublon yeah, Light right. mix. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> it has been worse. <laughs> oh, boy, all right, now that we got that out of the way, um, let's go to, um, we'll do navigation, and then we'll do the Goza. Uh, navigation, they just came out with this Groot, and uh, they, he says it's uh, it's merely, it, it's, it's, Merely coincidental that Groot Day is actually February uh, 1st. Now, what uh, Groot is, is uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a bunch of herbs. It's almost like a recipe of herbs thrown together to uh, either help preserve the beer or add bittering qualities to the beer. And uh, back in the day, they would use things like uh, bog myrtle, yarrow, mugwort, heather, juniper... All these different things, and what the politicians were doing is they would tax the Groot, and then the people wanting to brew would have to pay extra for it, so you know the politicians would get all their money. And then what they found out is hops does the same thing. Hops also adds different flavors to the beer, and they realized, we don't need Groot anymore. So they went for the hops instead, because how are you going to tax hops? Hops grow like crazy. And uh, so uh, the politicians were pretty sad they couldn't really... You know, t- you know, they lost tax money. <laughs> they were bummed. So, but what I love about uh, navigation and Bob, he likes to bring old styles that are often forgotten uh, back, and and he brings them to life. Now, this uh, has some hops in it, but uh, and it, what's interesting, he used um, smoked cherry wood. I hope I'm saying I'm, that I right. I have no idea what that is. So, uh, what you're gonna get is a really like a a, a smoky flavor. And uh, do you want to use the same cup? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was why, light why enough. Not? All right, let's do this. And uh, it's it's a very light beer. Now all the beers I have here, I mean that was four percent. This is four and a half percent. The uh, the Grim Super Spruce Goza that is four and point seven. So all of these are very light, which I mean I don't mind. Hey, Mr. Alan Richardson. <laughs> Uh, yeah, very light beers, uh, so you can definitely have more than one. They're not going to ruin my diet, are they? No, they're totally not going to ruin your diet. <laughs> <laughs> Been on a strict pizza diet the last yeah. month, yeah. Pepperonis, cheese. Well, I do the veggies just to, because that's that's my diet. You know, I gotta. Right, you gotta, gotta add gotta some, some veggies and fiber in into it. Yeah. There's carrots and peas and pork fried rice, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With a lot of oil and stuff. It's healthy. Yeah. Now just smelling it, I feel like there's almost like a smell of. Uh, I, at least I get like a little sweetness, a little root beer. But I will tell you, it, 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 the first sip is a little shocking. I, I tried a little bit of this earlier, and and each consecutive sip afterwards, I feel like it just kind of opens up. I'm going to tell you right now what this smells like. Moxie. Mo- Moxie. I I thought root beer earlier. But Moxie, that's interesting you say that, because I had that in my mind a little bit. But I don't think it has that uh, horrible taste that Moxie I've has. I've never had Moxie. Really? Yeah. Now this is... it. it, it you. Is uh, it bad? We got you. 
Oh, I think it's going to be on. I'm Nick. I don't drink Moxie. I drink grape soda. Is it on? Fab. Is my mic on? Is my (laughs) mic on yet? I can't hear it. Oh, I I don't think that one works that well right now. Yeah, something's a little off here. We'll have to, uh, we'll figure it out on a break. uh, We're going to sing a duet. (laughs) We're going to make out a bunch. We can just turn it down. We'll we'll figure it out on a break. All right, so here, I'm I'm taking a step. I'm going to reintroduce my taste buds. Whoa! Oh, God. Yeah! You know what this tastes like? If a house is on fire and they put, like, they sprayed it with a hose and they collected the water after. Really? It's smoky. Yeah, it's very, well, very smoky, yeah. That was the most childish description of smoky ever. Right. <laughs> there was a fire and someone put well, it out with water. Now, and, you, you have it in your mouth. You took the first sip. I got to say, the second sip, it, it, it's, now you've been introduced. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. Wow. Hmm. Which one's this one, Poobalon? This is the Groot. The Groot. Yeah, this tastes like a burnt house. Your beer I am Groot. <laughs> well, you know what? Back then, too, also, in order to uh, uh, kill the malts, you actually, um, uh, they, the malts would end up getting really smoky, so a lot of beers back in the day were very smoky. It wasn't until they were able to uh, um, uh, have more temperature control without the smoke uh, they got rid of that smoky flavor, but uh, yeah, he used uh, the smoked malts, and I, I feel like the the flavor gets a little bit more mild as you drink it because you already have that smokiness in it already on your palate. But I mean, if you're not into smoked beers, not a summertime <laughs> beer. <laughs> Think Poublon Light One. This other beer yeah. zero. I can picture myself drinking this in the dead of winter downtown Lowell. Yeah. Outside. <laughs> With you, me trying to talk them down off the ledge. You know, I like it. I think it's very sippable. Uh, I, it, I'm not a particular huge fan of the smoked beers, and I, I think it takes a, um, a certain type of person to enjoy that. I think the smoke just overpowers every other flavor. Like, all you yeah. taste is the smoke to me. Yeah. Really? I like think it the, smells very... When you smell it, it smells super spicy. And then you take a sip, and you're expecting the spices you smell, and then you just get smoke. You just get slapped with the smoke. I, I see. The first sip was the that really that, that that punch, but then the second and the third, and each consecutive sip after that, I feel like it opens up a little bit more, and then you get kind of more of the other qualities in there once you've been introduced to the smoke. <laughs> but it's interesting. Hey, it's not for everybody. No, not at but all. But it's certainly <laughs> an interesting beer, and it kind of constitutes like what people were drinking back in the day, because this was kind of almost the norm for a little while for a lot of people. I feel like if I made out with a lady downstairs at the bar. <laughs> that's it. That's what that You're saying if you did or when you did? <laughs> I'd say when you did. All right, let's try one more. You ever make out with a lady that's just swallowed her own cigarette? <laughs> All right, we'll try the Goza. Uh. Next time I won't grab just three different off beers. I'll, I'll try to grab a. No man, I like this game. I yeah. like this a lot. It's different because you're never really. Getting, these are kind of different beers that yeah. uh, I, I I love it. I love being able to try different things and whether I'm going to like it or I'm not going to like it, that doesn't really matter. I'm just it's cool to try it. Now I'm wondering uh, that might even be on Untapped. I should have asked PJ, so we can upload uh, that onto our oh, Untapped. I'm, yeah, am I Whoa. following you on Untapped yet? Ooh, that smells good. I don't think so. I have to get on that. Now, Goza's are uh, 
interesting beverages as well. Um, just because, uh, yeah, they, they, they come from uh, Germany, from the, uh, the region of Goslar. That's <laughs> and they, they, they date back to like the 1500s, probably even earlier than that. And uh, I don't know, they're, they're uh, kind of a tart beer. They're a little salty. They have a little sea salt in them, but uh, that's just kind of, I think, to mild them out. Yeah, salty. Yeah, and they got that color to Thank them. You. Like they should glow in a black light. It's like Mountain Dew. <laughs> I know. Oh, boy. Uh, both Goza and... Uh, they're often... Uh, yeah, they're they're tart, I think, with a little lactic acid. And uh, I don't know. This is also a letter beer. It's 4.7%. And this is from Grim Ales. And uh, they spice it up with uh, spruce tips. You know what spruce tips are? No, not, I think they're like the sure. evergreen uh, tips or, or spruce trees. Or it smells good. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. The, the nose on it uh, smells like a juice, like a mango almost, yeah. right? <laughs> it's okay, it's like Bob. A nectar. <laughs> <clears throat> I got this for you over here if you're interested. Yeah. All right. I'm going for it. Bob didn't even drink the rest of his uh, other beer. Whoa. That tastes like a beer, lemon-lime Gatorade shanty. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think you kind of nailed it. <laughs> a summer shanty. Summer shansky. <laughs> this, I think, would be good, like, after dinner. I kind of like these beers. And the more sours, the more type of these I drink, the more I kind of appreciate them. It's not as sour. Like, it's, it is sour, but it's, like, more of a sour, like... It's very subtly sour. Right, it's it's just kind of tart, and I I know it leaves my mouth kind of uh, like juicy. It, it's like a juicy type yeah. of beer. I think it goes, like cause the last time we had the sour beer, I yeah. was very like dry. Yeah, yeah. This isn't. It, no, no, because it, it, there's like a perception of sweetness, but it, it's not exactly sweet. I love the color to these too. How like each goza I ever pour, they always have that same kind of off color like it's not quite yellow it's kind of pale it's kind of almost glows in a way i don't know how to explain the uh the color to it but uh i know it's funny uh bottled goza i'm reading i was been reading a book and uh part of it says uh, it was common in the case of both goza and berlin or weiss for the brewery to deliver fermenting wort to pubs now wort is uh <laughs> the beer before it's actually beer they would deliver the wort and then uh they would store it in cellars. Once the beer was nearly fermented, the pub workers would bottle the beer. Uh, Goza bottles, though, are they're oddly shaped. They're fat and round at the bottom with a long, slender neck tapering, long, slender tapering neck. And it says, uh, because as the beer finished fermenting, the yeasty foam rose up and crusted, forming a plug in the neck. <laughs> and so the bottles required no additional cork or crown. It's kind of gross. It's like it's amazing. It's weird. What do you think? You're more of an IPA guy, though, Bob, aren't you? Is it possible you got a bad batch here? No, no. This is how it's supposed to taste. I like it, man. <laughs> I still no, think the Poublon Light's the best. Be. You don't know if it's bad oh, or not. Goodness. So we have other beers in oh, the fridge for you. We didn't do the, the one to five on the last beer. Oh, oh what would you that's give a it? One. That's really? Yeah, I was not a fan. Two. Oh, that's okay. 
I'd, I'd give it a three just for this historical value. Now, it's not a beer that I would definitely go to, but I would sip it from not time to time. Maybe I'm biased. If I took I, a girl I, on a date and I wanted to look cultured, I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love this. I love the smoky beers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't drink Pabst Blue Ribbon alone in my house. Mm. Well, my bosses used to, uh, at 4 o'clock on Fridays, will crack open beers so they used to get us like the the nice ipas the expensive ones and they realized yeah. that we we're all pieces of trash working in the the office so now we just get bud lights and natty lights so right <laughs> yeah so nick, what nick doesn't tell you is he works at a school <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like this grim as far as gozas go um i know there's like even going to school i met one kid he's like and i was talking about beer he's like you like the ipas i'm like dude i like all beer man it's like, I don't like IPAs. And I was surprised when he said he didn't like them. And I just started getting into a conversation with him. But I, I really like to try to find things that I potentially may not like. And I originally didn't like Gozas. But the more I try, the more I find that I actually do pretty much enjoy the style. It doesn't have to just be bitter. I feel like anybody that doesn't like know a lot about beer can just say, like, hey, you like IPAs? And it's like a right. perceived knowledge of beer. Like right. I, I think that's the first go-to. When you first start exploring beer, everybody wants to try either a pale ale or an IPA. And then they think all beers are that. But then yeah. it's not. Not all beers are crazy bitter because certain beers... Uh, beers are products of of uh, their history. And a certain reason, every beer is made for a different reason. Like Goza is made for a different reason than a Belgian, or or and a Belgian's a different reason than a Pale Ale or an IPA, or and uh, it, when, when you dive into it, each beer has a story to tell, and I just find that part fascinating. And uh, well, I never uh, asked about IPAs. I was like, oh yeah, how do you feel about Smirnoff? <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you with malt beverages? I'm that guy that's just like, is this going to get me drunk? Or really? Yeah, I uh. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess if you know the ABV, that can that can help you. <laughs> I just I what really got me into beer like so intensely was uh, we were doing a segment when we first started doing it, and they asked me what I thought about. I think it was like a grapefruit type of IPA, <laughs> and uh, I said it's good. But that's all I had. Why is it good? What what's good about it? I I didn't know how to explain what I thought with why the beer was good. So um, I started. The more I read about it, the more fascinated I was, and how. Beer has a freaking long history, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think that what is what shaped so many different communities. I, I mean, my my favorite thing about Poublon is the difference of how much his face lights up when he talks about beer, as opposed to when he talks about his family. Yeah, never. <laughs> <laughs> like his tone, his body language. When he talks about his family, he's like, and then those kids, they gotta feed them and clean them and make them go to sleep. But, oh my God, I had the most wonderful beer the other day. <laughs> I hung out with PJ. <laughs> you know what? I talk good about my kids. Like my daughter, I heard her playing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star on her double bass the other day. And I didn't even swear. And I thought it was awesome. It wasn't even that great, but she got all the notes, <laughs> right? And here's what I was thinking. At least she was playing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, and 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 if she's actually practicing, it's only going to get better from there. Yeah. So anyway, That's I talk with them too. But beer, hey, beer's fun. I don't hey, have to. I don't have to talk. I live with them. Watch them sleep. <laughs> All right, hey, we'll take a break. Great. When we come back, I want to hear about Alan Richardson's adventure to New York. So stay with us. As fake as the moon landing, people. You're listening to the after party at 980 WCAP. Hey, stay away from my beer. 
AM radio here on 980 WCAP, 980 WCAP. Did I say that twice? I think I did. The After Party. I'm Chris Pooble. I'm joined in studio. I have Nicholas Robbins. Hello, Lowell. I have Tom Markham. Yeah. Hey, fella. Uh, and we also have Mr. Alan Richardson. I made it. Uh, are we, do we have him? Is it not working when it goes live? Oh, that's frustrating. Check. Heartbreaking. Want me to play with these knobs here? Yeah, play with those knobs, and and Alan will just start singing. Oh, I'm gonna start singing. Oh, 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 oh! At first, I was afraid. I was petrified. Turn it down. Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. And then I spent so many nights just thinking how you done me wrong. And I grew strong. I learned how to get along, and now you're back. From MySpace. All right, we got it, Alan. No, don't worry. We'll keep going. We got an hour. We can't pay the rights. We can't yeah, pay the royalties the, for the that song. For that uh, yeah, I got I got a permission from Psycho Stick to use their song. I, I don't know how many other artists. I oh, can email. I was doing that for parody, so it's, oh. it's totally legal. <laughs> oh, okay, that's because true. they're not gonna survive. Right, I'm right. Gonna, right. Oh God. I'm so not. you just got back from New York, huh? Yeah, at four o'clock this morning, I made a very silly decision. Did you Did you I, take uh, a nap? Kinda. This is what happened. We'll we'll do this trip memento style. Um, so I got out of the show at about eleven, and my bus was at four in the morning, and everyone was going out to the bars to celebrate um, my friend's birthday. And I was like, I didn't want to go to a bar and hang out, you know what I mean? Because I don't drink. And I was like, well, it's five more hours of the bus. There's one in an hour, so I took a taxi out to the bus station and took a midnight bus back home to Boston. Halfway through the bus ride, I realized. You're an idiot. Uh, the train doesn't start running home till 7.30 in the morning, and the subways didn't start running till 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. So I took the bus home and slept on a bench in the subway station for like an hour uh, because I've made it as a comedian. And uh, then took the subway up to North Station and just slept on a bench in North Station for like two hours and took the train home. Uh, and then I took another nap and then went and got lunch. <laughs> <laughs> And it sounds like a pretty good lo- after day. after the bench sleeping. Where'd you eat lunch? Uh, Tacos Lapita. Okay, Tacos Lapita is the best. Really? I oh, wanted yeah. someplace more depressing, but that was a, <laughs> that's not really depressing. <laughs> well, I was like back home at that point. Well, like I didn't have much money, and uh, I, well, I still don't, uh, even though now we're in the future. And uh, so, like, I had one meal on Wednesday, and from when I left at Tuesday at like six in the morning, and when I ate lunch today. All I had eaten are bananas and Cliff Bars, and that's what I just lived on in New York. Oh, that would drive me crazy. If I go places, I want to find some weird places to go eat. Oh, you know what I'd like more than that is having twenty dollars. Ah, <laughs> I would have loved. True. I would have loved it if you were just like, yeah, some guy saw me on the bench and gave me half of his Subway sub. That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, you that's know what? that's what I ate for lunch. No, my friends took me out to eat Tuesday. I just got, I'm tired still, so I did have a meal Tuesday can, too. That, Bob, can can that volume go down a little bit on Sorry. Alan's? I'm sorry, Bob. Am I being too loud? No, it's just distorted. Yeah. Uh, do I sound <laughs> like a cool rock and roll singer? Tell me, tell me, tell me when. Sing a little more, Alan. Oh man, uh, I don't think I know any songs. <laughs> I, I just want to dance I with somebody. Want you to know. Just a little bit, just a little bit more down. Happy for you. I wish nothing but. You sound like an why angel. Do, why do I only know? Um, lady songs. <laughs> what? You know what's crazy about uh, this is Atlantis Morissette, right? Yeah. You know I mean, who her drum? You know who her drummer used to be? 
know who the drummer from Foo Fighters. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. Really? That's pretty sweet, though. Look it up. Well, she's sweet. I'm looking it up right On now. On Jaggy Little Pill, the Foo Fighters drummer, uh, what's his name, Taylor something? Something or other. Was her drummer. I'll believe it. Alanis Morissette. If you look sweet. up, like, in one of the music videos, he's in the video. She also dated Uncle Joey, right? Ah, oh, no kidding. Look at that. Supposedly. Whatever happened to predictability? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that took me back, yeah. Uh, so How's the mic? Is it better? Do I keep turning knobs? Oh, yeah. What's up, man? Uh, you can still go lower. You go lower. Drop it, drop it low. What's God. up, Bob? <laughs> the lower? Should I go lower? I don't think it's going to get much better. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. I just have a horrid voice is the problem. Yeah, there we go. I'm blaming your voice too, Alan. Yeah, man. My voice is crap. Uh, what? Now we lost you. Now I'm now Hold I'm on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. What you this doing? is good radio, guys. This is troubleshooting on what the after party. Am I here? Am I here? Yeah, let's just keep it there. Do I get production credits now? No. Yeah, <laughs> you're messing You know what comes with those? Now. Nothing at all. Um, <laughs> Produce. Assistant producer, credit. Tom Markham. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did the Eastville Comedy Club Wednesday. It was uh, my buddy uh, Brad Stoll's birthday show. Yeah. It was, a, it was a solid show. There was like 50 plus people there, it seemed like. Uh, it was fun, and did uh, the Grizzly Pair the day before that. He got me on that one as well. Um, so, the, I, you know, shout out to Dylan, Dylan Palladino, Sandy Espinosa, and uh, Brad Stoll for getting me a show and put me up for the night and buying me dinner. I was real wine and dine. I felt like a queen. I mean, I'm king. Yeah. So it was real good. <laughs> that must be good. Put you up? Uh, they were gonna, but then I was. I just took the bus. So they, I, they booked a hotel room, you're like... Nah, screw it. I'm I'm riding home. They nah. just disappeared to give them a heads up. Yeah. Where is the bus? I was gonna be like, and goodbye. You just back like, to <laughs> like, yeah, like the wind. <laughs> no, they're they're like, uh, especially that guy Santi. He's just like he's the the sweetest dude. He comes up, uh, he comes up to me. He's like, hey man, have a safe trip home. Let me let me know when you get back safe. And I was like, <laughs> All right, man. really, really? <laughs> yeah, I've never gotten that from from a. Fella. Oh, he was cool. Dude. He bought me like a cab home and uh, and bought me dinner and stuff. It was like, you must have been really funny. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> Am I ever? Uh, but uh, no, I mean, I, I I did all right. It was good. I did the Mario bit. That always, you know, that always hits off. And then a bunch of jokes I just can't even start to describe on the radio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was good. I, I did two open mics and like one at like 11 p.m. the first day and in, in the afternoon the next day. Yeah, well, you'll be able to show everybody how funny you are at uh, the uh, the birthday party this this Saturday. Yeah, everyone's coming out. <laughs> I kept telling anytime I tell people that uh, any like I'm gonna, they're like oh what are you up to this week? It's like oh I'm going to New York City. I'm I'm booked up there for the night. And they're like oh that's awesome. And I was like yeah. And then Saturday I'm doing an old woman's birthday party because I've made it. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that open invite? Can we, can we just show up? Yeah, yeah man. Well I, I don't think so. No don't no. worry about it, Chris. Yeah do, <laughs> do it up, man. I'll send you the. I was I was asked. <laughs> I'm, honestly, guys, I'm, just, I'm a groupie. I'm you a guys can be part of my. Act. I was asked by a listener uh, to if That'd I could good. put on a comedy show. And she was asking 40 minutes, and I think she was asking just me. And I'm like, look, I haven't been doing comedy for a lot lately. Like, since I got this job, I don't really do comedy. I just kind of like... Uh, what about your kids? Talk about your kids. Yeah. yeah. I, I do this show, <laughs> like, like so I can still hang out with comedians, you know? <laughs> and uh, so... Turns out, it, he just hangs out with me. Yeah, I just hang out with Alan. As soon as, as, soon as anybody hears, like, you've done, like, an open mic, they're like... 
How much time can you do? Right. <laughs> can you do an hour? No. About 25. Oh, um, man. Yeah, so we're doing a we're doing a half hour. It's just me, him, and Nathan Burke doing uh, ten minutes each, and it'll be fun. It's gonna be my filthiest ten minutes. Are you gonna roast her? <laughs> I hope not. Oh, dude, I should roast her. I should talk about her old wrinkly skin. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm gonna now. Well, I hope so. I'm gonna be cheering drunk from the sun. Yeah, so, so you know Chris. what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take my shoes off and say, "Suck it." No, I hope not. Yeah, I'm just going to make That'd a... That'd be very oh. rude of you, Mr. Richardson. Yeah, man. How, who, I'm an alt comic. I don't know her. I, uh, she probably is, she's the one that reached out. <laughs> yeah, she reached out to me. She, I, I said something on the radio, and this then... The so many then horror the, movies the, begin. The phone rang, and then I got kind of nervous, because I, I th- said something that I thought was funny. And then she said, I know you're a comedian... And I thought there was going to be like a butt, you know? But then, and then she just goes, and I'm having a birthday, my 70th birthday, and I would love for you to do a show. And I'm like, well, you do know my songs are really dirty, right? And she's like, that's fine. Uh, you'll be in good company. Can you do 40 minutes to an hour? And I'm like, not by myself, but I can ask a few people to join me. And I asked Alan and Nathan, and I figured, uh, wow, this this will be good. <laughs> My Facebook Messenger was shut off for like the, like a month, so I understand why I didn't. That's <laughs> cool. It's, uh, it's gonna. I, I mean, I'll never turn down a show like that because you don't get those opportunities often. Can I say like you want like on first hearing it, you're like, oh, they're doing a show for a late. But then like the way you just described it, this old lady has to be like pretty hip to just be like. Hey, I heard you on the radio. Do you want to come well, tell jokes at my... She, she also... Um, I, I went to Paris Island last year. She's someone who's listening to AM radio and on a weeknight. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. That's <laughs> because I have no choice. I, it <laughs> might be her son or her nephew or, or what, but I think I want to say her son was... And he went to Paris Island with us, too. So I was in the same thing. And okay. she actually listens to the morning show. She listens to WCAP a lot. She's a hardcore WCAP. So this yeah, is yeah, a, a lot of hardcore lady. This is like a family friend. Yeah, of WCAP that knows w- who I am. W- well, does no- WCAP have a street team? Uh, no, no, we should, though. We should. Are you the face of WCAP? I'm one of the voices of WCAP, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm here a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. I didn't realize it until, like, lately. Can I get an unpaid internship as a street team member? I'm sure you could, I'm yeah. i that. Yeah, if you want to just pass some stickers. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you next time we're doing something fun. I'll, I'll make sure to let you guys know first. I'll wear a uh, I'll wear a, a low cut shirt. <laughs> We're not allowed to be on the street team because they can't afford shirts that big. Right. <laughs> we gotta well, get medium or lower. I'll just it, wear pasties and hot and hot pants. It's just it's strange having a job. Like sometimes I really start to think about it, where where you're just kind of chatting, and a lot of people know who you are, but you don't know who anybody is. And uh, like a lot of times when when I'm picking up the phone, they talk to me by name, and I don't know who they are. And they're like, "Oh, thanks, Chris." I'm like, well, who? How do you know? Oh well, wait a minute. <laughs> so I feel yeah. my job too. I'm like, how do you know my name? Pooblon <laughs> sneaking in that he's famous. Yeah, people no, know my no, name, uh, and I'm like, I don't know you. It's just a weird dynamic to calls. the job. That's all. <laughs> like a lot of people know me, and a lot of people meaning by you know the people that are listening to, to WCAP, and I'm always surprised how many people actually are. I just Not, no, I've, I've, I've been here. Stage. I've been here plenty when people call in and like, Chris, how you doing? <laughs> 
<laughs> There's plenty of people that Santino! Yeah. You're here with Santino, right? Hey! I want to see Chris walk through the streets of Lowell and people just like, oh, There's Chris! <laughs> it's what I imagine it was like when Jesus Christ would walk down the street. <laughs> or like, yeah, like, there he is! No, it's good. They don't. Son of God! Chris Poopland! They don't know him until he like talks. Like like he's at like a pizza place <laughs> and like everyone's sitting and he's like, I'll have a large cheese pizza and people are like oh, that voice. That happens in a market basket. Is that Chris? Anytime the laundromat too, yeah. Anytime he has to pay for anything that's under nine dollars and eighty cents, he pays with nine dollars and eighty cents. He goes, Here you go, nine eighty. I knew that. I knew that was Chris Poobland. Oh man. No, uh yeah, it's weird because I know our demographic is some like a little older. So sometimes when I I'm at, in like an in an aisle with somebody older, and I, I might say a few extra words, thinking they might know who I am because of my that's classic. Of my voice. He goes to waiting rooms, like doctors' offices, and like, man, I've been here, I've been here all day. When can I get it? You gonna make me wait till nine eighty? <laughs> hey, is that Chris? <laughs> he just hangs out in gym locker rooms. He's like, man, I wonder what else happened on the news today. Oh, right, I know every. Have you guys heard about this? And you just go to the whole news site. Like, oh, I heard you. You told me about this, Chris. Yeah, right. I don't want to know about everything in the news. Like when I'm ever, whenever I'm hanging out with my family too. Like my mom will be like, "Oh, did you hear about this? Yeah, he was 22 years old and it was a fender bender. Luckily, he was not drunk." And, and it's like, <laughs> "Why don't I stop it?" Well, hold on. That's the most boring news story I've ever heard. A, well, tw- a sober 22 year old getting into a fender bender. The only reason why I thought about that is going back to the dude that hit somebody on Thorndike. Yeah, we're talking about actual crimes that yeah, happened yeah. yesterday. Oh uh, well, crimes are stupid. Well. Uh, the and kid stupid. When, when the officer was going up to the car, he smelled burnt marijuana. That was what was said in the report. And the kid did admit to smoking, but way earlier in the day. And they put, they gave him a few sobriety tests, and he passed all of them. So that's that's the first thing my mind went to. So you smell like yeah, marijuana because I'm hot. <laughs> okay, so now that I know the whole news story, that is a boring news story. Yeah, now. well, no, he hit a homeless person. The homeless person got flown to a Boston medical center. <laughs> this kid tried getting away, saying that somebody uh, threw a brick at his windshield, yeah. I guess and then he admitted to it, saying he was actually just really scared and high. The police yeah, said I. that the the guy he hit was spotted sleeping on benches at the subway station earlier that day. <laughs> it's been a rough couple of days, guys. <laughs> you you know what? Honestly, sleeping on a subway bench was super liberating because at that point you're just letting go. Like I I was just sitting there and just like you know what, screw it, and just like it had like I had the same thought when I was driving into Boston earlier tonight. I almost I had this weird urge. I was just like, you know what I'm gonna do. I was going to pull over and take a nap. And I was this close to being like, I'm just going to do it. And I was yeah. like, I can't just pull over on 93 and nap in your car. Well, the good thing about sleeping on a, a bench is that no one's going to bother you or mess with you because they're like, he's at a low. We're yeah. just going to oh, I, I certainly don't look approachable on a bench. <laughs> Did you have like a newspaper blanket? Uh, no, but I was wearing my jacket backwards as a blanket. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you can't see it, but he has a murderer's... Uh, Facial hair. I feel like, and I was wearing a suit jacket. <laughs> I was. I, <laughs> I was speaking of which, I listened like to the Ace a, of Spades a, today, oh, and I know you? who Motorhead is. Yeah, of course you do. It's Motorhead. Yeah, 
Sorry. I feel like if you were sleeping on a bench in Lowell or Manchester, New Hampshire, homeless people would still ask you for money. Oh, yeah, you totally, they totally would, yeah. But, hey, uh, man, hey, man, can I have money? I'm sleeping on a bench, man. <laughs> Dude, what do, you, what do you think I have? But, no, I had to wear, I, I was wearing, I like to wear suits on stage now. Well, not suits, I only own one. I like to wear my suit on stage. Uh, it just like when Mark Gallagher threw water at yeah oh that was so great I, after that actually after that show I started wearing that suit on stage a lot more you have some really good bits I like you and the guitar uh, I've that, never done that before that was since. so good I want to do that again what happened um my friend Matt uh Matt Minigal shout out to him he's he's recording an album now yeah and his, that'll be out soon you should have cool. him come out on uh Saturday. Oh man, that would be a great set. I'll ask him. I'll ask him uh, whenever we're done with this. Yeah, baloney. Because then um, I do silly songs afterwards, and that'd be. Anyway. You know what? That'd be perfect. <laughs> that'd be so good. Uh, but anyways, uh, what it is, Matt? We practiced it a couple of times of just kind of riffing on stuff, and he just kept playing really sad acoustic guitar behind me, and I was just looking disheveled, and like a uh, my suit was all like askew. And I just kept saying a bunch of really sad things. Did you like pull a sandwich or something? Yeah, and and every single pocket was a different snack. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like one of them was like I had uh, like a half open can of Mountain Dew on the inside pocket of my suit jacket. I had uh, a cheeseburger in another pocket. I had an unwrapped Twinkie, a, like a uh, Slim Jim, a banana, and an apple. It was great. And just, I was just sitting there just watching. La- like I, I went to this comedy show. I didn't plan anything, and I, I ate it up on stage. But, but before, I was watching Alan and, and the guitar. I was laughing. I couldn't stop. It was great. It was Oh, and uh, the thing it was, at a, it was at like an afternoon at a comic convention in Wilmington. And so everyone's like dressed up in costume. And uh, one of the things I said... I just I, the, everything I just kept talking like this, and I was like, you know, everyone here is in their costume, and I cosplayed too, and then I just pulled down my pants, and I was wearing uh, cut-off jean short shorts, and I said, uh, I'm dressed as the pool boy my wife left me for. <laughs> on the Sunday show, I had Nathan Burke yell out from the back of the crowd that at least he's got a job. Which I thought it was good, but it didn't go over. It went over as well as it just did. Yeah. Um, but it was just, then I did the whole set with my pants around my ankles. <laughs> but, like, on Sunday, Mark was, like, accosting me from the stage and, like, yeah, throwing water oh, at yeah. me. Oh, yeah, because he, he set it up like it's, a, like, a talk show. And then Alan would go and, it, like, when there was a comedian on the stage... Alan would go out back and and Mark would just kind of yell at him but like <laughs> quietly yell and then like Alan would just be like sad and pathetic and you'd almost feel bad for him like 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 Mark so is good. being this prima donna jerk and Alan's just like oh, okay but like, like Eeyore. my favorite part <laughs> the, my one of like the favorite things it, it don't, like one of my favorite things I've ever done on stage was when uh, Mark like demanded a glass of water from me and so I brought him a glass of ice water. I give it to him, and he takes a sip. And I turn around. Well, first he smacks me in the face, <laughs> and because for taking is too long. And then I turn to leave, and he grabs me by the shoulder, spins me around, and throws the cup in my face, and goes, "It's warm." This is all while somebody's on stage yeah, doing yeah, a set. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you weren't even on stage? No, yes. you know, you, they were in the background. So, like, you're trying to watch whoever's on, but you can't help but watch them in the background <laughs> of what's going on. And then when Mark comes back on, he's completely cool as a cucumber, you know, and he's just talking. 
And then he's like yelling at Alan to come clean up the mess <laughs> of the water he just threw at him. So it Where, was it was so ridiculous. Was it was so out? funny. No, it was all none of it. I asked the same thing. Yeah, yeah uh, we're actually we're doing that again at uh, Kodo in Salem, Mass, on February tenth. <laughs> Everyone should come out. Kodo yeah. is a sick place. Yeah, I hope that's the name of it. I've been there. I played there once with Carissa. And uh, they gave us two free drink tickets and a uh, free meal, or half-off meal. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so we each got a, a huge Mai Tai, and that just made the, uh, you know. Anytime you go to one of those, and just get a huge Mai Tai. Like, the night always gets I better. I don't do Mai Tais anymore. Too many mornings where I'm, like, at the bar, I'm drinking Mai Tais. All of a sudden, I'm waking up on my couch, and I'm like, whoa, That's why whoa, I whoa. don't drink Long Island iced tea. I was just in the bathroom. How did I end up here? And then you're looking at how many voicemails you have on your phone. How could you? That's why oh, I man. drinking peach schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> I would get too crazy. I I had it. I mean, I I obviously I I quit drinking altogether. But there's like so many things. I was like, okay, I can't drink that anymore because that will end up badly. And it's not like different liquors like affect me worse. But it was like I will chug a bottle of McGillicuddy's. Yeah, I never understood that. Like, oh, uh, vodka turns me into a jerk. Whiskey, it, I'm a nice guy. I mean, it's just, it's tequila, the placebo well, effect. I think everything it doesn't change. You know, turns it, me into a jerk. Yeah, I mean, it's true. But uh, <laughs> water <laughs> turns me into a jerk. No, nah, man, you're you're the salt of the earth. You're a beautiful baby boy. <laughs> Because, um, uh, <laughs> but no, like, people that say that are full of crap. That's not a real thing. Well, for me, it's it's other people. Like other people will tell me how I act. Other people will constitute how I am under different. And other people, mainly my wife. Uh, like yeah, she tells me when on. I drink Jameson, I'm mean. But I would fair to disagree. You know? All alcohol makes me want to hook up with overweight women with uh, very low self-esteem and low think standards. They created alcohol. Now, how many beers in do you get so blurry you might mistake me for one of these sirens? <laughs> looking really good tonight. Can I just say, Nick, <laughs> two cups. <laughs> Nick made it sound like it was after like ten beers he goes for like a thicker girl. Like He'll have, like, he'll open a can and be like, I'm drinking, man. Like, that's his excuse. I've been drinking. <laughs> I uh, drank yesterday. The worst I ever went for was uh, after a bottle of Goldschlager. And it was because my friend was like, uh, hey, uh, I'm trying to get with a friend. And I was still in the Marines at the time. And I was like, no, I am not being your wingman for that. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, fine. And it was bad. I'm one of the best I, wingmen around. You're a terrible wingman. I would just start saying that. But the best thing about like a friend, like, oh, I, I want to hook up with a friend. My roommate in college, Alex, like I'm still friends with him to this day, came up to me one day and he's like, hey man, did you want to, like there was this thicker girl we knew, and he was like, hey, did you want to hook up with any of her friends? Because like, I'll take one for the team. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't. You just want to hook up with that girl. (laughs) (laughs) He tried to pass it off like he was doing doing a huge favor, but he, in all honesty, just won that After he asks three times, though, I think after that, it's (laughs) not a favor. I'm a terrible wingman. I'll openly admit that. I just get too bored easily, and then I'll just start saying really weird stuff and derail the conversation while everybody's (laughs) uncomfortable, and then I'll just go outside and have a cigarette. (laughs) Yeah. My buddy Johnny brought up John Holmes once when he was playing my wingman. That's not not what you do. He was talking to the girl about John. He's like... He watched a movie earlier in the day. And he's like, "Do you know who John Man. Holmes is?" And she's like, "No, who is it?" He's like, "Sit down. I got a story to tell." You. 
Like I'm like trying to keep mine entertained. I'm like, John, don't you do that? <laughs> I, I'm just not a guy for small talk. And anytime someone tries a small talk, I'm just like, I well, I'll just start saying complete nonsense to people, and that's really? all. Being a wingman is a small talk. Oh, I hate small talk. You know, there's only there's very few things I want to talk about: professional wrestling, uh, music, uh, comedy, uh, economics. Or complete nonsense. I'm awesome at small talk. I hate. I'm, I'm good, so at, good at. I mean, I used talk. to be good at it. Then at some point, I was just like, I'm done. I don't want to have anything else besides those five conversations. Some well, not, so pro wrestling. Talking about pro wrestling is not good. Is no, that, no. Those are the five things I will talk about. But I mean, to women though, oh, they yeah. don't like that. Yeah, not sure usually, especially because I get very like. And then mankind went off the hell in the cell, and then they brought him out, but then he came back. And then he went back on top of the hell in the cell. Then the Undertaker threw him, and he fell through it, but he wasn't supposed to fall through it. That was a mistake. And then he <laughs> Well, why didn't mankind just pin him? When, when I, see, when they, when they say crap like that, I'm like, shut up, honey. I the move lighting was fake. But he doesn't have a move that could stop him. <laughs> See that's why I can't I can't do this. When I when I'm at school, oftentimes it's like completely quiet before class, and I hate that. So normally I'll try to get the conversation rolling, and then I just start talking to the kids around me. And uh, unfortunately, jazz hands ruins it for me, and it makes me not want to talk to anybody and just stay completely quiet. He, he's the one kid that just says things, and he tries to. Con- like, there's nothing worse than the dude that thinks he knows what he's talking about, but absolutely does not that's know anything. Kid. And, you know uh, what needs to get back into style? What? Spitting in people's faces. No. Like, no, yes, yes. But we should treat it we should treat it seriously, like how people treat, you know, a certain swear word that starts with the letter C. Like we like so you can't you can only you can only throw it out in certain situations. And if you throw it out too much, everyone knows you're kind of a jerk. But like that guy you should be allowed to spit in his face. Because then he's gonna learn his lesson. I honestly wanna just tell him to be like, dude, put your hand down. Stop. Yep. Just wait anything that you wanna say, just say it in your head. You can and say pretend. that way quicker with one sweet motion. Just stop what? saying you know. That's I, all I wanna say. Stop saying you know. I have a question. You said I hope it comes back in style. When was spitting in your people's faces in style? The old west, seventies, in the nineties. I, <laughs> I thought that was like right? a glove, like. Whoosh. No, man. No, I mean like that. Like we want to duel, but if you just want to brawl, spit in a dude's face. Yeah, that'll cause a fight. Yeah. All right, we need to take a break. The glove slap is for the duel. The glove slap. I, I don't know what dead. we're doing when we come back. Maybe we're gonna do a duel or something. Let's talk know. about duels. Let's, Let's bring talk back about duels. duels. Let's bring back duels. Bring Sorry. back old duels. Sounds good. So the moon landing was faked. So hey, <laughs> stay with us. You're listening to the After Party of 980 WCAP. There's a second shooter. We'll be right back. <laughs> This is Craig Cody, and you're listening to 980 WCAP, The After Party.
back to the after party of 980 WCAP. How are you? I'm Chris Pupilon. Joined in studio, I have Alan Richardson. <laughs> I have Tom Markham. Oh, there it is. And I have Mr. Nicholas Robbins. Let's keep this party going. Yeah, man, because I'm, I'm taking a nap in about 18 minutes. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm so ready for bed. Yeah, you are? Yeah. Oh, you know what else I did in New York? I went to 53rd and 3rd. What's that I've mean? I've always been waiting. You know the Ramon songs, 53rd and 3rd? No? No. It's a song about prostitution, because 53rd and 3rd, all the male prostitutes would meet in New York. Oh, really? Yeah, they'd be between, on 53rd Street. They'd have meetings? 2nd and 1st Avenue. No, I mean, they'd have meetings. How'd your meeting go? Uh, profitable. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, you have I'm no here reason for the conference. Back. I posted it. I posted it on Facebook with just the caption, "Boys, I'm open for business." Yeah, why'd you come back broke? You said you didn't have any money coming back. You should have um, because loaded. I lived like a king that night. No, he didn't come back broke. He came back broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they broke me. <laughs> Fret not, they did. But no, there's a Ramon song about that because uh, supposedly one of the the members was one. Um, but uh, it is I just the way I always joked about wanting to go there, and it was so disappointingly clean. I I didn't see one male prostitute because I would have been like, can I can I please please I'll give you ten bucks, let me take a picture with you. Well, yeah, now that there's Craigslist, you don't need fifty third and third. Did you yeah, go to Times like, Square? I did, but I mean I don't really care. Did you get your picture taken with Spider Man? I did, but I didn't really care. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I walk through it and stuff. I'm not much of, like, a tourist. I just, I enjoy, and this is this is going to be, like, the lamest thing I say all night. Uh, like, it's a weird kind of isolation in the city where you're surrounded by everything, but nothing's next to you. Like, you, there's no, you're, you're, I, you, I've never felt so alone as in New York City. Well, that got deep. Well, I just spent two straight days alone in New yeah. York City. Well, that's what happens when you sleep on a freaking something. <laughs> is it because you're so like insignificant compared to everything around you or is no, it just no all advertisements? No one wants to talk to you. Everyone's got to get somewhere. There's something else going on everywhere else. There's no attention to you. There's Nobody has everywhere. time for some weirdo walking around New York just to do comedy shows. Huh? It's beautiful. Did you go to TRL? <laughs> I did, but like, I didn't like care about it. I'm, I like, hated TRL. <laughs> I never was. Zero never played like the whole video. Yeah. And that used to drive they me crazy. They did Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls, right? Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. Carson, I love you. Yeah, now he's on Channel 7, right? Really? I have no idea. I yeah, he's really on like Channel 7. I don't have cable. Huh? I don't have cable either. I got an antenna. We I have cable now and I keep forgetting and I don't I just don't like TV. And that antenna works great. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Yeah. Did you go to WWE New York? WWF New York? That doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I wish. After one of the first time I went to New York, I came back and I was like, ah, dang. I used to be there. Uh, I, saw a, I saw the hood of a race car <laughs> with the rock airbrushed on it. I don't even think I saw anything awesome. Oh, I did see... Uh, I saw, There's a, a sign in a bathroom and it just said, consent. If you don't get it, you don't get it. And uh, like I get what they're, the point they're trying to make, but it really sounds like consent. If you don't get it, you don't get it. And, like they should have been like a shrugging frat boy on the front of it. And I was just like, man, like this is one of those times like you did not need to use pronouns. Like, yeah, I don't know. That was weird. 
Consent. <laughs> There's just a weird silence after that. Consent. I don't get it. Yeah, I'm actually I'm uh, sleeping right now. So I, yeah, it's all right, man. I'm yeah. trying to think of what else like happened when I was out there. I don't know. I well, lost, I lost my hat. That was a oh, that's awful. I'm always losing stuff though. Yeah, what's going? On? Did you? You didn't bring any sandwiches to give to homeless people this time? No, I, I gave them some Cliff bars and bananas. But yeah. uh, I was significantly more broke, and uh, I had much less time because like last time before I went. I had the whole week to do whatever, so I was able to make like right. ten or twelve sandwiches before I left. Yeah, um, but I gave some, you know, bananas and, and Cliff bars that I like to do. Did you Did you take the train while you were in New York? Like the did, subway? Yeah. Well, not like, like commuter. Like, commuter? like no. the metro? No. I last time I was there, I took it with Nick, and uh, I was like, "Dude, let's bring some beers." And he's like, "No, we can't bring beers." First time we get on, there's like a 14 year old kid with 30 rack, just like, <laughs> you know. I saw a picture. Oh, are you, are you done? I didn't want to cut you yeah, off. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I saw a picture on uh, Facebook of a dude bragging about hanging out with his buddy, just being able to drink beer. He took a picture of all his beer, and there was nine racks of, uh, there were 20 packs of uh, Bud Light. And I feel like if I went to that party, I'd just be like, aww. Yeah, that'd be a- <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> oh, we're, I'll be right back. I'm going to buy my own. <laughs> I like there's so much beer and you should be happy, but I think I'd be really sad. I oh, mean, Bud Light. It tastes like high school. Depends on what you're doing for the night. Like if like you're playing drinking games. Well, like if you're there to just like to pound one after the other after the other, just take the Bud Lights because you don't want to waste good beer. Well, on I'm that. never really. I I am never in a mood to just like pound one after the other. I'm in a constant beer. mood. Yeah, I do that. At, with I drank thirty five beers yeah. this morning. <laughs> I have three beers every single meal. I go down to Dunks. They're like, hey, you can't drink in here. <laughs> and I say, get me a muffin. Medium regular. I'll be outside in my car drinking. <laughs> I'll be right through the drive-thru. You get it ready, okay? Yeah. <laughs> That's my morning. Oh, uh, man. I'm 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 falling down, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm losing. To, it. I have nothing else. I'm losing oh, you it. Know, you know what my favorite parts in New York were this time? Who were? Who uh, were they? So I got to my hotel and I had like I had like just not enough time like to make an, an afternoon open mic, so I just kind of hung on my hotel room for a couple hours for the show, and like took a shower and stuff. And uh, as I walk in and turn on the TV, I start flipping through the channels, and Jaws had just started. And so I was able to sit down and just watch Jaws the second I got there, which was baller. Really? And I've then, never watched Jaws. Oh, dude, it's a sweet oh. movie. I've never we, wanted wait, to hear yeah. that's, that's wrong. That is a great film. Yeah. It's about a shark. No, dude, it's an awesome movie, Have though. you seen Lake Placid? No, that movie sucks. No, that movie sucks. <laughs> yes, I have. That movie sucks. No, don't bring it up. Uh, it's the same thing. No, dude. Shark so versus... Not. No. I do something completely different when oh, I first get into oh, a hotel room. Oh. Just what was that? It's not one. It's Chester Cheetah. All right, somebody yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you like the scene where he just starts scratching his nails on the chalkboard, so baller. Yeah, and he's such a badass. So baller, um, dude, super baller. But then when I woke up Wednesday, I had uh, I woke up at like ten or so, and I had to leave. I had to check out at noon, but I didn't have anything to do to like four o'clock, so I was just kind of hanging around. <laughs> And right as I woke up, Karate Kid Two started. <laughs> so I got, and I had bought, I had bought myself like a big bag of chips and a drink the night before to eat for breakfast because I'm an adult, and uh, and I just laid in bed and ate potato chips and watched Karate Kid Two all morning. That is nice. That is nice. Yeah, it was nice. Did you go like uh, any comedy clubs? Just see other co- like comics or anything? Or? No, I mean because I got there 
Uh, I got there at like 4.30, uh, 5 o'clock. Then I had to be down in uh, like Lower East Side for 7.30. And then did a show. And then my friends took me to eat at the Comedy Cellar, which is cool. Because there's like a you know table like Todd Berry and people were like in the back hanging out. And I was just sitting there like trying not to drool. And uh, had that. And then took a cab <laughs> up to uh, the pit. Did the 11 o'clock open mic, got home at like 1 in the morning, and then uh, slept and then watched Karate Kid 2, and then uh, walked around aimlessly so I did a mic at like 4.30, and then uh, left there, and I actually, I barked for a show for the first time. You Remember barked? I, yeah. Like, you know, like rough, rough? No, like when you stand up, like, hey, what a comedy show, and he spoke up, like, come over here, guys. Uh, man, live girls, live girls, ah, uh, <laughs> come well, in. At least it was like, a, I, I was giving out flyers for free tickets, so it was like. You're like the guys in Vegas just slapping the cards against your hands? Yeah, that's what I was doing, and uh, I, you know what, I was really nervous, and I was like, I'm really not looking forward to what this is going to be like, but uh, it was just like bombing, so like, I was used to it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> at least there, everyone walks like away. Though. Like you know what I mean? Like as yeah. you're on the street. I mean, after like, like ten minutes, some guy was like, "No, thank you." And I was like, "Hey, man, no problem. Thanks for acknowledging that I existed." <laughs> and he laughed. I was like, "That's more than anyone's given me so far." That was funny. I was in New York once, and like we just went like you just walk around. Like there's so many comics there. Like we went down like and like Godfrey like yeah. you know, God, like was just performing. So we watched him. Went outside, like my buddy smoked, and David Tell was just like standing on the sidewalk smoking a cigarette, like, and it was just like, so just really, yeah. that was just awesome. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I, uh, I've never really left anywhere to do comedy. I've just been kind of, uh, I don't know. I only stuck around doing the open mics. Then I got this job, and that that's what happened. I got to meet Lenny Clark a few times. That was pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, and he was really funny. And, and he's just as nice as everybody ever says he is, too. But that's that's it. Like I know I saw um, uh, Ryan Chaney. He got to meet uh, friggin' I, I never remember this guy's name. He was on uh, the Comebacks. He was also the sports guy. Oh in yeah, Man. David Keckner. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I was so bummed because yeah. I was like, oh, man, yeah, he I just showed up at guy... the, the comedy studio one night. Yeah, yeah. That, that must be pretty cool. And that's the cool thing about being like a young working comic too, is being able to have the opportunity to meet these guys or work on the same show as these guys. And then, oftentimes, that I find it, it they're, they're pretty cool to the young, the younger comedians yeah. too. I mean, you're not. Well, a we're threat. not. A, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we all know why they're nice to us and like, why we're not nice to each other. But in time, I mean, and, and even still, like, I, I've never thought about comedy as, like, a cutthroat type of business, because, I mean, when I first started doing comedy, I always liked going third or fourth, thinking that, like, I can see one of those people are going to suck, and then I'd be like, well, at least they suck, then I'm not going to be so bad. But, like, now, i rather see them all just be really funny. Like, I don't care if I'm going to be on the show. If I suck, whatever, at least I got to see some pretty funny comedy. I think a lot of people treat it as, like, a like, re, like I think a lot of people treat it as a cutthroat, but it's always yeah. very passive-aggressively. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Like, they're I, not, not going to screw each other over and then like that, but, like, I know, like, there are some people who'd be like, hey, man, how do you get that, like, how do you get in touch with these shows and that, and they just won't tell you. Like, they don't want you to, like, to kind of, like, push out. My favorite is, like, obviously you got to network and, like, if it's, like, how many people, how many random Facebook friends requests you get? Oh, it's ridiculous. And then, like, you go to a show and, like, you say, like, oh, hey, man. And they look at you like you don't know me. Like, you sent me a friend request two hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you requested me, man. What's up? 
<laughs> Somebody did that to me once. Like I was, I was just watching a, a show, and the person came up to me, and I was like next to Tom after he did the show, and I, you know, introduced myself, and they were like, "Who are you? I've never heard of you." I'm like, "Yeah, I've only done it like three or four times." And then like two weeks later, they send me a friend request. It's like, "Yeah, <laughs> go uh, f yourself," you know? Yeah, yeah, that person. I actually know exactly who you're talking about, and that I won't even. I'll just say that person, and I don't speak. <laughs> Not Ooh. for any cutthroat reasons. One thing. One thing too. I think I'm gonna get the juice out of that orange yeah. later. The uh, the crazy thing too is like a lot of people I think take careful for, touching the back sorry. of that microphone. People take for granted like where they are. Like I'm from a s- s- small town in South Carolina. I came up here and like I wouldn't have dreamt about like doing any comedy in Boston or in front of this many people. Yeah, because, and I wouldn't. Huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> Stay out of my town, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, go, to go back to the North Shore. How about you turn around and leave, huh? <laughs> How uh. about you make like a one of them lady drivers and get lost, pal? <laughs> oh, you know, speaking of someone who left uh, for a little while and came mm. back, we have Chris D. He'll be joining the show next week. Oh yeah. Yeah, Chris Dimitrikopoulos. I think I'll be around next yeah? week. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, well, let me know, because uh, we're definitely having him on. I'm trying to get Mark Gallagher back in here. Oh, man. Mark, I, I love Mark Gallagher. I'm, we're doing... I'm so excited for the February 10th show. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I hope... Hopefully... Where's that at? Coto uh, in Salem. Coto in Salem. Salem, Massachusetts. February 10th. What time does that start? Salem, Mass? At, at p.m. Uh, yeah, Salem, Mass. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's at a PM nine. hour. Yeah, nine or eight. Which there's and a lot of comedians in a band, and they're starting at nine. I'm, I'm not going to get out of. Is he still soon. calling it late lunch? Yeah, I saw We're the link. Well, Mark ad. and I started working it as like a concept of a show, and uh, oh, it would be a great show, absolutely. Uh, so I think hopefully we're going to work on that come March. But I'm going to be. I mean, I'm in Colorado and then LA through February. So yeah, I know. Uh, I'm working on a show. Hopefully. Uh, but it's not comedy related. I guess it could be. Uh, what we do on the uh, on on the afternoon show on Fridays is we try to talk boo- uh, f- yeah. food and beer, and uh, we actually want to. My buddy who has done uh, cooking shows before at local access television programs, he actually uh, he, he's friends with a guy who works in an acting uh, a local television uh, studio, and they actually have a cooking studio. So I think come summer, what we're going to start trying to do is make like a, he'll provide the food, we're going to make a few videos, and then I'll pair the food with the beer, and then uh, I'll be cooking with them too, but nice, I yeah. think a little local access TV show will be kind of fun. You're the next Guy Fieri. Yeah, right. Dude, no, I gotta, don't come to him. What, <laughs> what pairs well with a um, Wendy's cheeseburger? White wine. <laughs> From a box? Yeah, oh yeah. What do you get it? What else? How else does wine come? Pale ale goes good with anything. Though. Who does yuppies with their bottles of wine? <laughs> how much was that? Thirteen dollars. I bet they Up drink yours, queen. I bet they drink Starbucks. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, your royalty. I didn't realize you can get wine in a bottle. Jeez. Keep it, it in a box, or else it's gonna uh, roll around your trunk. Wait, is there other stuff than white Zin? <laughs> um, Why is that a different color? What the heck was I gonna? I was gonna. I don't, who knows? What were we talking about for the drinking the wine? I don't know. Uh, Wendy's oh, the, uh, yeah, the uh, cook. I, I used to work at public access, and the greatest day of the month is when we'd film the cooking show. Yeah, because you stand there, like I I would stand there and just film close-ups of food being cooked. 
and then they they'd give me it afterwards, and I just sit there and eat a bunch of food. And get paid for it. It was beautiful. Yeah, that must be awesome. So that that's what we're hoping to do. I, and hardest, I really want to stick with it because, I don't know. The hardest part was not sleeping on a subway bench afterwards. That was the best part. Yeah. I was so full and warm. <laughs> so, uh, oh, hey, man. before we leave, because we only nothing, got a minute there's left. There's nothing wrong with sleeping on a bench in a subway. Where can we find you in. fellas? You going to be doing any local shows? Come local out? shows. I'm trying to crash this old lady's birthday party. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, well, unfortunately, we're only doing 30 minutes. Uh, next Wednesday, we'll be I'll be in. Uh, next Wednesday, I'll be in Manchester, uh, Shaskeen Pub. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Shaskeen Pub Wednesday, nine o'clock. The show starts. Come early. It might sell out. I'll be drinking at the Shaskeen next Wednesday. That's about it for right now. Oh, yeah. Slow down. <laughs> gotta gotta focus on work. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I'll be uh, I mean, I'll be hitting up open mics and all that, but then uh, I'm hosting the Winter Circle on Tuesday. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I'm pumped about that. I'm hosting it. I'm hosting it. I'm hosting and hosting the Winter Circle on Tuesday night at 8 p.m. in Salisbury. Then Wednesday, um, they put me on the Limelight, so I'll be on the Limelight show Wednesday with uh Dan Bolger headlining. Friday, I'll be at the uh, Stone Church in Newmarket, and that should be another great show. And then uh. I'll be uh, sleeping on various benches and places and feeding the homeless because that's who I need to not take advantage of me while I sleep on their bench. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you get the word out that you're hosting? Like, I use Craigslist. What? What? Hey, we need to run away. (laughs) What? Hey, thank you guys for joining me tonight. Craigslist meetups. You don't want to clean your sheets. So, uh, have a good night, everybody. Lice doesn't come out. Uh, Dick Summer is coming on next. Go buy Poublon Ale. That's right. For the summer. Come see me in places. Hang out with us. I love you. I eat bananas. The moon landing was fake. I don't believe it was true.